All right, and we're live. I was really hoping that you would have done that when I was saying that, but that's fine. No, I needs dog food. I specifically <laughs> try to wait until you guys say the horrendous stuff that happens before stream <laughs> before I switch it over. So anyway, <laughs> hello everybody. Yeah, no, I'm doing the intro. Thank you very much. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to what? Uh, Eat dog food to deal with our depression. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, <laughs> hello, everybody. We are Pentapals. Uh, we are here with another uh, tabletop RPG night. Uh, tonight, we are going back to the Alien RPG for uh, Free League's second published uh, cinematic scenario, Destroyer of Worlds. So whereas the uh, first uh, scenario, Chariot of the Gods, is more based on the first movie, this one is a little bit more based on aliens, although having read through the scenario, I will say it is quite different on also. So it is kind of refreshing to see that. But uh, I am joined, as always, by the rest of the Panapals crew. So starting off, I am uh, Jesse, a.k.a. McMuffinfucker, in chat. And I am going to be the GM or game mother for tonight. And uh, let's just go down my list here. And Tad, why don't you uh, give an introduction? Uh, I'm, I'm Tad. I'm freaking Satan in chat. Uh, that's uh, That's all. Uh, Tad does the uh, the Friday night streams, usually doing uh, ethical science, things like RimWorld, and uh, uh, the one you've been doing recently is Evil Genius 2? Evil Genius, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, next up, Paige. Yo, yo, what up, motherfuckers? I'm Paige Hizzle <laughs> in the chat, <laughs> and I do the Monday night um, art streams mostly, and sometimes I do video games too, just depends how I'm feeling. All also, right, all right. Also, happy happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Earth yes. Day. Earth. Welcome uh, to Earth Day. <laughs> all right, Keegan. Uh, I am Dubon twenty three in chat, and I typically uh, stream on on Wednesdays, uh, with no like real foundational stuff. I just do whatever I feel like. I guess. Yeah, it goes anywhere from Valheim to Car Mechanics Simulator, so there's a little <laughs> bit of a range. <laughs> to be fair, I never plan to be the ethical science guy. I just tend to do ethical science a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's just something. That's just that's just you as a person. Um, <laughs> all right, and Chris? He might be getting his fucking cordon blue out oh, of I'm here. I'm here. Okay. What's going on? Introduction. We're doing introductions. Oh, uh... I'm Chris. I do retro games when people don't feel like streaming. Yep. Uh, he's also chief examiner in chat. And uh, his days are just completely random. He'll, he'll, he'll usually pick up backups for everybody else. Um, so, all right. So, yeah, we are playing the Alien uh, Tabletop RPG by Free League Publishing. And, uh, like I said, we're playing the cinematic scenario Destroyer of Worlds. So give me one second here just to get some music going. For my end, at least. Alrighty. So, uh, first thing that we're going to do is, uh, because I wanted to wait until we were actually <coughs> streaming for this, is we'll go ahead and pick characters. Uh, now, 
with the characters, I'm not going to give you, like, the full, like, read-through, like, the front page stuff that you would normally have for the scenario. Because I found in the last one, and especially with this one, there is a little bit of a tendency for uh, these to have kind of, like, spoilers, almost. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but from Chariot of the Gods, when Tad was playing Wilson, part of his, like character sheet introduction was like a special order just came in that you might be able to parlay into a fortune and it just like mm -hmm. that right there was instantly like if anybody metagamed that they would know hmm the corporate asshole has some kind of special order from the company <laughs> yeah didn't the first alien movie that this is based off of also have a special order from the company <laughs> yeah order 66 i'm aware yeah I, I yeah. want to just hit you so bad. <laughs> it's why there's no Jedi. I don't know what your fucking problem is. Uh, also, Tad, yes, this is the soundtrack from Dead Space 3 using the uh, OST. Uh, all right, so the four characters that we have available, uh, there is um, Captain Silva. Uh, so Silva is the uh, captain of uh, your small squad. So for anybody who's watching, Destroyer of Worlds is all based on Colonial Marines. So everyone's going to be playing Colonial Marines. I've already picked out four characters that everyone's going to play. Uh, captain Silva is very authoritative. Authoritative. There we go. That's that's a word. Also a big chain smoker. Um uh, so, you know, she kind of takes everything as seriously as possible, but she's she's the uh, field commander uh, uh, for this special mission that everyone will be on. Uh, then we have Private First Class uh, Ruth and Dante. Uh, Dante is uh, a little bit talkative. Um, she is also in the assault team with Private Hammer, who I will get to next. Uh <laughs> Primarily, uh, uh, she is the Assault Marine Breacher. So she carries a big-ass rocket-propelled grenade, shoulder-mounted, uh, and she is a expert at uh, blowing shit up. Uh, she uh, was recently in an urban pacification training program, and her squad was killed by friendly fire. Uh, she woke up in a med lab and has some palpitations and uh, uh, some spinal injury. So she's got an interesting thing where there's a one in six chance that she might even accidentally discharge a gun when she tries to shoot it due to that oh. injury. All right. And then there is Private Hammer, Nathaniel A.W. Hammer, the automatic rifleman smart gun operator. Uh, personality described as psychotic. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing about Private Hammer is he is an artificial womb soldier. So he wasn't born, he was grown in a vat and tailored to war. Uh, he loves the corpse and would gladly die and, more importantly, kill for it. He's got a little bit of an ex-stimulant problem and he carries one of those giant-ass machine guns. So Private Hammer Private Hammer's all about just murdering people. <laughs> and then lastly... We have Warrant Officer Chaplin, Combat Technician, Hospital Corpsman. Chaplin uh, is in the rifle team along with Mason. There's a few other people who are going to be in your team, uh, but he is responsible for firepower, medical support, and coordinating the squad's field objectives with commands. More importantly, uh -huh. he is openly an android. One second. He is a Hyperdyne 341C model synthetic. 
uh, that your old unit nicknamed Charlie Chaplin. Is he also a chaplain? He is not a chaplain, no. Damn. But he does have a sticky pad of false Charlie Chaplin mustaches. Mm -mm. What if I need to confess my sins? Then you don't do it to an android. They do not care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, neither is a priest. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, that's also fair. Alrighty. So those are the four characters that we have available, uh, uh, for this session. Uh, as I already explained to you guys, but I'll go ahead and explain to chat. Uh, we are going to be playing, uh, a Destroyer of Worlds, which is a little bit longer than Chariot of God, uh, Chariot of the Gods. This one is potentially going to be anywhere from three to six sessions. So we got a little bit more of a longer form, uh, scenario for everybody. But, all right, so um, I will uh, just kind of go down the list of the characters here. So first off, who wants to play Captain Silva, the squad leader? I'll do it. Keegan, you want to be the squad leader? Sure. Anybody have a problem with Keegan being squad leader? Nah. Uh-uh. Alrighty. I saw it again. Dead Space 3, I see it again. Oh, yeah, I had to switch over there just to see if the volume was alright. The volume's always alright. Uh-huh. Ah, fair. Alright, so who <laughs> wants to play uh, Private Hammer with the big-ass gun? <laughs> alright, so Chris is going to be Private Hammer. And then who wants to play uh, Dante with the big-ass uh, rocket launcher? That was the one who suffered the palpitation and stuff, right? Yeah, the one who yeah. had an injury, spinal injury. Me! Alright, so Paige wants to be a, a rocket launcher with a spinal injury, because that's safe. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, it is. Tad, are you alright playing Chaplin the Android? Yeah, I'll be the robot. Alrighty. So, let me go ahead and assign these to you guys. We are obviously using Roll20. Uh... So let me just get your characters assigned, and then we'll get the agendas. For anybody who didn't join us for uh, Chariot of the Gods, the um, every uh, character here has an agenda for each act of the story. Uh, and that agenda pretty much just gives like an idea of how uh, everyone should be uh, uh, played. It's not necessary, but it is good for... Um, Uh, getting story points, which this is also important for everybody. All of you still have story points left over. I didn't write down what your story points were after Chariot of the Gods, so I'm giving everyone three. Oh, nice. I don't think I used any of mine, so... Yeah, so everyone will have three story points. Remember that they can be used for automatic successes. You cannot get more than three. So just keep in mind that uh, uh, if you don't use one during Act 1, you're not going to gain one even if you do good roleplay. Apparently I put the main title theme for Blade Runner in in the Alien RPG playlist I made, and I don't really know why. (laughs) But here we are. (laughs) Ah, It's alright, it kind of works. Yeah, it does, it's not really that bad. Alright, Paige is playing Dante. This track's called The Shaft. Just thought y'all should know. I appreciate the knowledge. You're welcome. Private Hammer, that is Chris. 
Are we gonna have hidden agendies? Yes, you will. Yes. Okay, cool. I just need to hand them out, but I'm getting the uh, sheets assigned first. No, you're good. You probably already said it, and I just didn't hear it, so my bad. I did mention the agendas, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Whoops. And this is Keegan, who is playing Captain Silva. I'm guessing the second paragraph I should not. No, that's why read I did. Yeah, everyone has certain <laughs> things in their paragraphs that I don't want you to read out loud. That's why I gave like the sort of introductions that I gave, <laughs> uh, so that way nothing would be ruined. Because normally you would be able to read that, and um, there's a couple of the characters in here where you would read the full paragraphs, and you'd be like, "Well, uh, that person's a bad guy." <laughs> All right, so now agendas. So here's Silva. So give that to Keegan. And then Hammer is going to Chris. Chaplin. which is Tatticus. And then lastly, Dante. This is Dante. All right, so everyone should have their agenda cards now. You can go ahead and just look over them. Remember, don't tell anybody what your agenda says. And then if there's anybody in chat right now, or if one of you guys are willing to uh, check, could you see... Uh, how the audio balances between my talking and the music. Just because the music seems really loud to me and I have it on like the lowest setting I can put it on. <laughs> I can hear you pretty well, but my Chrome, I have, my volume mixer's fucked with because, because of games and my own music, so I'm probably not the best person. Okay, but I could I gotcha. hear you even with like my music going and like you talking to me okay. in the discord i could still hear what you were saying okay that's good or talking to us i should say but you know what i mean yeah no that's fine all right as long as as long as people can hear me that's what i care about but all right so everyone has a chance to look over their agendas uh, so I am going to go ahead and get this rolling, and then, um, obviously, you know, we've only played the Alien RPG a couple of times, so there's going to be some rules and stuff that we're not going to fully have a good, complete grasp on, but that's okay. We'll work with it as we go, and then, obviously, it's been a few weeks since we played Chariot of the Gods, so if we need, like, reminders or anything about how the rules work, we'll go over them as we get to them. But alright, so... Let me get this going. All right. <clears throat> You've all heard of the oil wars. Hell, most of you have been on the front lines as the United Americas, the Three World Empire, and the Union of Progressive Peoples have faced each other down over scarce oil reserves. Too many fronts, not enough grunts, as the saying goes. The United America's Allied Command, UAAC, and the Colonial Marines maintain an uneasy peace as protesters and insurgents cause trouble across the colonies. 
This is true of the United America's refining and refueling station on the frozen moon Ariarchus in the Kruger 60 system, with its oil production and space elevator reaching into orbit from the ground. But the colony is in turmoil and decline. The 2180 Weyland-Yutani census cataloged 200,000 colonists on Ariarchus. In the three years since then, all but about 2,000 have abandoned the moon for greener pastures. Whilst the military needs of the USCMC are still being serviced, most of the colony is now little more than a ghost town. One week ago, the Union of Progressive Peoples annexed the nearby 61 Sigi system. All communication with the colony there on LV-038 was abruptly lost. In response, Allied Command assembled a fleet to take back 61 Sigi, using the Fort Nebraska refueling station in the Kruger 60 system as a staging ground. That's where you are. You expected to be passing through Nebraska on your way to war, but each of you Marines were pulled from your companies before they went FTL, leaving you stranded at the fort on the Viletile Colony Moon Ariarchus. One of the largest oil producers in the colonies, Ariarchus is also a hotbed of insurgency. With the UPP moving in on Kruger 60 next, the United Americas has decided to cut its losses and evacuate the colony. But as of this morning, that evacuation was suspended. All civilian and military transports were grounded with no explanation given. With the insurgency problem, barely a skeleton crew of military personnel, and nearly 2,200 divided colonists stuck moonside, it's only a matter of time before the situation blows up. Now, Major Hatfield from the infamous Sin Eaters unit has summoned you for a special moonside mission. Every Marine has heard of Hatfield, a real soldier who always puts duty first and lost his arm as a result. <coughs> His remaining left hand is always resting on the brass hilt of his antique U.S. model 1852 Marine Sword, with its sharkskin grip bound by gilt wire. His hand grips the hilt as he speaks. Okay, listen up. Everything you are about to hear is need to know, and no one else needs to know, understood? As of 0200 hours, a four-man Marine squad went AWOL from this base with classified intelligence. Intelligence that in the wrong hands will mean life or death on the frontier. Intelligence that simply cannot fall into enemy hands. Command believes the AWOLs plan to make contact with the Moon's insurgents and defect to the UPP. We're looking for Wojcik, Carvalho, Wright, and Reese. And he hands out uh, uh, information to your data pads that show the image of each of these uh, individuals. Here's their ugly mugs and all the information we have on them. Everything else about them is classified. I want you to find these defectors for me, confirm their identities, as well as the identities of any other fucker they've passed information to, and bring them in. For the duration, you are Charlie Team. I will coordinate from Fort Nebraska. All communication will go through me on a secure channel. We are thin on leads, so start at the spaceport or that dive bar Oblivion. Some assholes there gotta see them. Remember, there are insurgents out there too, so stay alert. Now I see some looks. I know you've never worked together before, but I cherry-picked your asses because each one of you is the best at what you do, so get it done. Oh, and one last thing. Deadly force is authorized. Am I clear? I know what you're oh, thinking. Yes. And you need to forget that shit. These bastards are not marines anymore. They are traitors, and they are shit yourself dangerous. Your orders are to bring them in alive if you can, but if they present a clear and present threat, you goddamn shoot and you shoot to kill. I'll ask again, am I clear? Yes. Crystal. Yes, I can't fucking hear you. Sorry, Crystal, yes, sir. sir. 
Alright, on the ready line, Marines. Fall in and move out. Alrighty, so... You guys are on the Frozen Moon Ariarchus. Give me one moment here to uh, load up an image for everyone. I didn't bring my turtleneck. Hi, I'm a robot. Oh, here it is. Show to players. Whoops. Whoops. Show to players. Show to everyone. So this is the image of the uh, space elevator uh, going to the moon Ariarchus. Ariarchus uh, uh, orbits a gas giant. So you got the space elevator with an oil refinery up there, and you guys are currently located in Fort Nebraska. <clears throat> Wait, the top of the space elevator is the oil refinery? Yep. Hmm, okay. Yeah, the top of the refinery, uh, or the top of the elevator is the refinery. There are uh, oil pipelines that actually snake across the entire elevator, along with the actual, like, lifts themselves, the cargo lifts. Uh, so the oil is actually pumped all the way into orbit, into the refinery. It's actually uh, a similar refinery that the Nostromo tugged, uh, but they essentially separated it, altered it, and put it here. So... All of you guys uh, are on Fort Nebraska right now, uh, as per the little opening script there. Uh, the 61 Sigi system was taken last week, and a fleet was assembled here to try to take it back. So you guys are on the eve of war. They are trying to evacuate the colony because they're expecting the UPP to show up and take this place, and they're just cutting their losses. But they have canceled the evacuation, and... From what you now know, they've canceled the evacuation as you guys search for these four AWOLs. Now, Ariarchus itself is a frozen moon. Now, it's not so frozen like Antarctica style, but it rarely, it, it almost never gets above freezing. So in addition to your normal combat gear, everyone is decked out with like heavy coats and scarves and gloves. And, you know, there's a constant kind of wind um, because of its, uh, you know, orbiting a gas giant, you almost never actually see real sunlight. Uh, and the, uh, the gas giant with its bluest gases take up most of the, uh, uh field of vision. Now, Ariarchus itself is actually decently sized, the colony, I should say. Let me switch over to the colony map so everyone can see it. So you guys are right in the center there where it says Fort Nebraska. So, uh, as you can see, there are multiple districts. You have the oil fields to the uh, north. You got district north, west, the downtown, quote-unquote, area. District east with the medical facility. Uh, in between the two is the Marshall Station. You got district south, which has the Oblivion Bar. And then you've got uh, the spaceport to the very, very south. And then uh, in the bottom right of the map is a small map of Fort Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, quite a bit different from Chariot of the Gods, where you guys were inside yeah. of a tiny ship. You are on a yeah. colony that uh, used to house 200,000 people. 
so this is like a decently sized city yes this is a decent sized city um Ariarchus and the 60 Kruger system was an actual, like, pretty important uh, oil refinery for the uh, the frontier colonies. Um, and you guys vaguely know this. You're not as, you know, tuned into colony affairs. But you guys know that the moon was privately owned up until a few years ago uh, when the military took it over after they discovered that they were also selling supplies to the UPP. Uh, so for the last several years, this has been a military-run refinery, which is why so many people left, because pretty much the economy dried up because it's no longer privately funded. Hmm. Uh, obviously, Wayland yutani has a strong presence here. It has a strong presence pretty much everywhere at the UAAC. But yeah, so give me one moment here. All right, so you guys were given data information on each of the uh, uh, the four AWOL Marines, which again was Wojek, Car Carvalho, Wright, and Reese. So you know what they look like, you have their names, but that's pretty much, like, you're not given a whole lot of information with them. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys are quickly ushered into the sub-level staging area. Um, so the staging area, uh, uh, like I said, it's a sub-level. Uh, it has um, like some vehicle bays and uh, some doors that lead to the outside. Uh, there is currently, just one moment. There is currently a battered M577 APC that is currently being refueled. That is going to be your ride for the duration of the mission. Jeez. Okay. Uh, as you guys are brought down there. You also see that there are three other individuals by the UPC. So one of them uh, walks over. Uh, he kind of seems a little nervous, a little twitchy, but uh, he uh, uh, introduces himself as Kale Iona. Uh, he has been assigned a support role to Charlie team. He's a rifleman, but he's trained in driving. There is also... Gunnery Sergeant Luca Mason. Uh, it, this is a uh, member of the rifle team uh, who uh, works alongside Chaplin, actually. Um, and so you know that uh, Mason is a chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear defense specialist. Sure. <laughs> uh, you got a PhD for that? Uh, I don't know if she has a, a thing, but she um, knows a lot about radiation and its effects. All right. Uh, and then the other person that you have is Stanley T. Jimjuski. I don't actually know how to say his name, so it's just Stanley. <laughs> uh, but he is a rifleman first and a vehicle operator second, and he is assigned to the mission support team. He seems a little agitated and, and off you know, like, like standoffish and everything. But uh, these three other Marines are also part of Charlie team with you. Uh, they are just the additional NPCs on the mission. So there are seven okay. of you and an APC. Uh, I assume that they are still under uh, uh, my command. Yes, you are technically the squad leader for Charlie team. 
Neat. Okay. And then your main point of contact, obviously, is Hatfield. Hmm. All right, well, let's load up. Uh, believe he said that we should uh, start by asking around some, like, bars and all that stuff. So I, I imagine that's what we'll do, to start with, at least. Well, he mentioned... Specifically Oblivion? That's a, yeah, Oblivion mm-hmm. bar. I saw it in South District. Yeah. He said uh, the Spaceport or the Dive Bar Oblivion. And or, I should say. Can we Catter Park? Let's check the Dive Bar first, yeah. Yeah, Wild Catter Park. I just kind of, I want to see what kind of park they have on this shithole. <laughs> you want to see what I wild, imagine it'll have wild a lot of ice. park is? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the downtown I hope park. I hope there's cats there. And I hope they're wild. <laughs> you you do know what a, what a wild catter is, right? No. <laughs> uh, Alright, so wild cat is the name of a uh, type of vehicle, like an all-terrain vehicle. Wildcatters are the people who operate them. If you've seen the second aliens uh, or the second alien movie, Aliens, uh, Newt's parents. <laughs> yes, aliens. Uh, if you've seen Aliens, uh, Newt's parents at the very beginning, that vehicle that they were driving with like the eight wheels or whatever up into the uh, alien spaceship, that was a wildcat. So do they just go there in like mud bog or something? I'm pretty sure that's where they park most of the wildcatters. <laughs> most of the wildcats. That's a pretty shitty park. So it's not a theme park. It's not a theme park, no. That's lame. I hate this game already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could go and we could like hotwire one of the wildcats. That that could be a good time. We're Charlie. Sort of the dive we bar, right? <laughs> What was that, uh, Chris? So we're going to this dive bar, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys want to uh, make your way to Oblivion? Yeah, yeah. Elder Scrolls 4. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> All right. Whoa! Okay. Nope, we're good. Careful. There was a little piece of dust that uh, uh, flew out, and it, I thought it was a spider, and I, I panicked <laughs> for a moment. It's fine. I'm okay. It's going to get you. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I noticed nobody asked, but it's all right. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Did the dust almost get you? Yes, the dust bunny almost got me, and it scared me. (laughs) All right. So, you guys uh, load up into the APC. Uh, You have, um, I'm assuming, uh, Iona drive it? Yeah. Yeah, Sergeant Iona, I believe, is the one with the skill. Yeah. Excuse me. Is that piloting? I believe so, yes. Honestly, I'm probably better at it than them. (laughs) What's your total on piloting? Eight. Oh, yeah, you are actually probably a little bit better than Sergeant Iona. I mean, if you're volunteering, soldier... I mean, I'll drive it, I guess. Okay. All right, so you want to drive the APC? Yeah, I'll drive the APC. 
So Iona, uh, you know, a little fidgety still, like kind of still kind of nervous, but it's just like, all right, you know, whatever. Doesn't it doesn't seem super comfortable around the android, so he doesn't really seem to argue too much. <laughs> he just kind of gets up, move, you know, shuffles aside. Um, again, for anybody who's seen Aliens, this is the same sort of. Uh, vehicle that they drove uh, uh in that so you got like some like monitors on the inside uh but you guys start rolling your way uh, uh out of fort nebraska and start heading uh south south and slightly southeast uh, uh down the streets of ariarchus to try to get to the oblivion bar um the streets are for the most part deserted there's a strong gust uh not quite blizzard conditions but you know there's some snow being blown about it's not currently snowing but the wind always creates kind of a constant updraft the few people that you see walking around are you know bundled up they've got their uh, uh you know heavy cloaks and coats and stuff uh, uh covering them you guys know that uh, the moon has had a lot of issues with insurgency. Um, especially, it's kind of hard when like you don't know who to treat as being suspicious when everyone has to be bundled up, so you never know who has a weapon or something. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of UPP uh, sympathizers, especially after the military takeover of Ariarchus. But you guys are, are driving down the street. Again, for the most part, it's pretty abandoned. There's not a lot of people about. You know that a lot of people are, are down by the spaceport because obviously that's where the evacuation was taking place before they paused it. Mm -hmm. uh, and the people who aren't doing that are probably locked up in their homes waiting uh, things out. Uh, but you guys are making your way down and you eventually uh, get down to the area by Oblivion. Uh, you see a sign that says Eye of Oblivion. Uh, and the Oblivion Bar itself is kind of like it's it's all most of the buildings here are two stories. Um, usually your lower story is like your garage and storage area with the second story being uh, where you have the actual business or dwelling. Um, so there's stairs and decks. Uh, there's a large blue neon sign with a winking eye. Uh, the eye has a red crescent moon. Uh, as at the center, which marks the entrance to the uh, the bar. And you guys know from just spending a little bit of time here, the Eye of Oblivion is the only open bar in Ariarchus right now. Mm. Okay. You see quite a few like ATVs, which are the primary mode of like the normal like person's transportation, that are uh, yeah. uh, parked alongside the bottom there. Uh, as you roll the APC up, you know there's there's a few people who are standing outside, and they quickly get the fuck out of the way when they see Marines are showing up. That's fair. I beep the horn. <laughs> so meep meep. It's a really sad horn for a, a military vehicle. Just meep, meep. People look less impressed as they walk away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I feel like they could have given us a better vehicle now. <laughs> now, now I'm almost insulted. Does I mean, this even have any like weapons on it? No. It's bullshit. I mean, it's an armored... It's an armored personnel caliber. vehicle, so like... Heavy machine gun. It is still armored. <laughs> but it's not armed. I mean... But yeah, so you guys park outside Oblivion Bar. The people who are outside kind of just seem to, like, you know, move away. A few of them uh, uh, look like they're just trying to avoid you. Uh, a few of them kind of cast over some, like 
glares. Like, you know, you can see a couple of people don't look super happy that you're there. Mm. But there's only a handful of people who are standing outside, mainly just smokers. Even in the fucking rough edge of the universe, you can't smoke in the bars? No, no, you can't <laughs> smoke in the bars, even in ass-out-nowhere. <laughs> On a fucking rim world, you can't even smoke in a goddamn bar. In the middle of an evacuation... <laughs> On the eve of war, you gotta stand outside in the cold and smoke. <laughs> On the ice moon to smoke a cigarette, or whatever <laughs> yeah. they are. They are pretty much just regular cigarettes. There are no, brands of uh, nicotine-free cigarettes, though, for, for some people. For when you want to really fuck up your lungs and get nothing out of it? Yeah, yeah, when you, when you want to do just absolutely shit all nothing. <laughs> Alright, so what are you guys doing? I suppose we should go inside and start asking questions. Yeah. Alright, so uh, question for everyone. Uh, primarily for Hammer and for Dante. Are you guys bringing your big weapons inside? Uh, I am not inside, I am outside and I have the big weapon. Okay, so you're going to wait outside? Yeah. Okay, how about Dante? Are you going in? Um, yeah, and I... Well, actually... No, can I sit in the car? You can wait outside with the APC. Yeah, can I be in it? Yeah, you can be in the APC. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm doing. All right, and then, uh, Chaplain, you already said that you're going in with Silva? Yeah. And Silva, you are technically the squad leader. Are you okay with Hammer and Dante staying out with uh, uh, the other three? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th I think the less force we roll in with, uh, the more likely they're going to be to talk to us, so that's fine. Okay. Alrighty, so for Chaplin and for um, uh, Silva, so you two uh, make your way up the stairs through the bitter cold and into oblivion. Um, even though it's pretty like sparsely populated outside, the bar is pretty hopping. Uh, again, it's the only open bar, and there are a lot of people who are essentially almost like celebrating the end of the world, you know, like the, the colonies being evacuated and abandoned, uh, especially with the evacuation on hold. You know, your only option is to wait at home, wait at the uh, spaceport, or party. So a lot of people have chosen to party. Mm -hmm. uh, the base is That's rumbling. There's uh, some strobe lights that are going off uh, uh, on the ceiling. There is a... Uh, the bar itself is curved like an S. Um, and uh, actually, I have a map. So you guys can see what it looks like. So you guys are entering from the north here. So there's multiple tables. Most of the tables are packed. The bar itself is shaped like an S. And... Um, the bar has a lit surface that doubles as a stage, uh, and uh, all of the uh, other tables are the same way. There are actually nine dancers uh, who are dancing on the bar and on a couple of the private tables, four male and five female. 
And the crowd here is pretty dense as people are, you know, dancing and partying and drinking and everything. Uh, a lot of people are kind of giving you guys confused looks and kind of moving out of your way. And then there's a lot of people who just don't really seem to be paying a whole lot of attention. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, uh, I'm thinking that the bartender is probably our best bet. To start with, at least. Yeah. All right. So, what are you guys doing? Gonna start heading over to the bartender. All right. So, you guys start uh, passing your way through the crowd. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of shying away. You see a couple of them that look like they're hiding stuff. Like, like, like it looks like, you know, like you see some powder on a table with what looks like a card and somebody quickly, like, tries to cover it up with a hat uh, as you guys mm -hmm. are walking by. You know, people are just looking at you kind of suspiciously and everything. Um... You guys get up to the bar, uh, you know, you, you can see that there's a bartender, obviously, uh, there's a couple of bartenders. They all look really busy and they don't really notice you right away. Uh, there's a couple of people, um, you know, at the bar waiting for drinks. There's one person uh, who is just like very, very drunk and uh, bitching to pretty much open air. Like, like there's somebody sitting uh, next to him but they're not actually paying attention. Like, they have their back to him, but he's talking to them like <laughs> they're paying attention. Uh, or, sorry, she. And then, uh, you know, there's a couple of dancers, including a very attractive albino woman uh, who's dancing at the head of the bar. Uh, and then, like I said, there's a few... Um, there's a few bartenders, uh, uh, three of them to be exact. One of them... Um, Tad would actually recognize a little bit easier. Uh, Silva would have kind of an idea, but Tad would definitely recognize this as being an android. Uh, she is actually what appears to be a pleasure model synthetic. Mm. Uh, I would like to try to get a little bit closer to the uh, guy that is complaining loudly. I don't want to... Uh, like jump into conversation with them, but I want to get a uh, an idea of what they're whining about. Okay, uh, so as you get a little bit closer to her, she, you know, like I said, she's drunk. She's she's just bitching in general. From what you can tell from like the the little scraps of information that she's telling the person who's not paying any attention to her, uh, she's angry because. Um, she is the uh, captain of a freighter called the HMS Magpie, and her ship needs repairs. But unfortunately, the repair team and the supply that she needs to get off the ground are in orbit. And because of the suspension of traffic, she can't really get the stuff down that she needs. Uh, she's had a lot of requests mm -hmm. to get people off world, and it would be really, really good payday. But she can't get it because her ship is stuck at the spaceport right now. All right, well, uh, that... Her ship is stuck in this... Okay. Okay, uh, well, that sounds like a whole lot of not my problem, so... <laughs> I guess I will leave her to it. Tad, what are you doing? 
Um, I mean, I'm probably just following him around, uh, Keegan's character, I guess she around, mm -hmm. uh, I don't really see this character being all that, like, he's not gonna take the lead right now, at least. Okay. Uh, is your character any good at talking to people? Uh... My character is okay at it. You're probably going to be better than me. I, I am a robot. That's that's fair. I, I'm a medical droid, so if you got a boo-boo, I, I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm... Oh, I'm... Okay, I'm a little bit better at talking well, to people than I thought I was, but yeah. What What's your empathy? Uh, my empathy is four. Okay, so we have the same baseline. Uh, my manipulation is two and my command is three, but I get the feeling command is not what I want to be using in this situation. Probably not. And you have points in those, so you're better than me. Okay. Alright, well, uh, back up to the, um, you said we have, uh, pictures of the, uh, uh, Sin Eaters, they were? Yes. Yeah, you have pictures of them. Okay. We, sh right. we should ask uh, the fuckbot first. Soldier about to go AWOL. He's going to go see a fuckbot. Sure. Alright. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I will approach the fuckbot. Okay, so you uh, uh, walk over to uh, the, the, the head of the bar where, uh, again, all the uh, bartenders are. Eventually, the uh, synthetic makes her way over to you, and she just says, Hi, what can I get for you? Uh, what fuck, please? <laughs> <laughs> One of your finest sex. Uh, <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> you do a discount on bulk deals? <laughs> oh god. We got like six marines here. Um I would like to get some information and I will uh produce the pictures. I am looking for these people. I'm not sure if uh uh they were patrons of this bar anytime recently or not. So she looks at the picture and she kinda stops for a moment and she leans in a little bit and she just says, um can you wait maybe 10 or 15 minutes? Uh, I will look at the watch I assume I have. Uh, I can wait about that long, but not much longer. Thank you. I just have to finish up uh, uh, some stuff here, and then I'll, I'll have a chat with you about that. Okay. And so she kind of walks away and starts serving a couple of the other uh, uh, patrons. Is there anything else that you two are doing? Uh, I don't think so. There's no reason for me to drink anything, so I'm not getting a drink. Uh, I kind of don't want to leave the spot if you want to go try to get any info from the from the bartender himself. From like a different bartender. I I don't believe that the. Uh, the the pleasure bot was a bartender. It was a bartender. Oh, oh it yeah. was. Okay. She is literally yeah, serving know. drinks to other <laughs> <That's> <laughs> patrons fair. right now. That's... Yeah. She uh, literally you... walked up to you to try to take a drink order. 
I could go see if uh, what's what's her face, the captain person, got any uh, requests from those people to get off world. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was saying a lot about uh, trying to get a lot of people out of here. So I suppose that that might be uh, for the best. Uh, do we only have the one set of pictures? You all have pictures in, like, your okay. data pads. Okay. So, yeah, I guess I'll go do that. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to pause on you guys for a moment. So, for Hammer and Dante, are there anything, or is there anything specifically that you guys are doing right now? I know, Dante, you said that you're sitting inside the APC. Is Hammer inside the APC or waiting outside? Waiting outside. Waiting outside? Okay. So you're, like, p picking up, like, a, a guarding position, almost. Yes. Okay. And I brandish my knife at everyone who passes. Jesus. <laughs> so people are giving you okay. a pretty wide berth as you're doing that. <laughs> as they should. Did I get dropped? No. No. Or is there oh, anything okay. specific that you guys are doing? All right, Wait. first of all, <laughs> God damn it. Continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so as you guys are uh, waiting outside, uh, Dante, you know, you're, you're inside the APC. Uh, there's one other uh, uh, person, we're going to say Stanley, the Jim, Jim Zewski, the w name I can't say, who's hanging outside mm -hmm. right now with... Um, with Hammer, uh, and then you're inside with Iona and with Mason. Uh, like I said, you got the view screen, so you can kind of see uh, outside. Uh, the snow is starting to pick up a little bit. Like, it's actually starting to snow now. Uh, the wind's still pretty strong. Um, Paige, go ahead and give me a observation check for Dante. No modifiers. Oh, this should be great. Hell yeah. Okay. Nice. So you're like playing Galaga on one of the screens or something and mm -hmm. not really paying any attention to, to what's going on. But yeah. Hammer. Uh, so you're you're sitting outside taking that kind of overwatch position. And uh, you actually can see what appears to be five individuals who are kind of walking in your direction. Um, you can see that... One of them, uh, you know, they're all bundled up, obviously, but as they get a little bit closer, you see that uh, four of them, uh, four of the five have on these, um, like, kind of like armored suits that you can, like, see from, uh, uh, you know, behind their coats and, and everything. Uh, and the uh, main person uh, who's walking up front, the woman... Uh, you know, she's got, like, again, like a big heavy coat, but she's got, you know, the uh, Wayland yutani logo just, like, emblazoned on the chest, and you notice that uh, the other four appear to have that as well, although the other four appear to be at least, like, security officers, and they're making their way over to you. Alright, let's see where this is going. Okay, so... uh they... around. <laughs> They they kind of walk up the, uh, the 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 four uh, uh, individuals the security officers are um, you know they're they're kind of trying to look tough. It's a little difficult with Hammer's giant gun. 
Um, you know, the <laughs> and gun, the brandishing knife. <laughs> and the brandishing knife. They they definitely have their guns out, and they're looking a little anxious with that knife out. But you see the woman doesn't seem to give a shit. Uh, she walks not too close, because you had a knife. <laughs> but uh, uh, she stops a little bit away from you, uh, uh, and she just says, um, Hi there. My name is Miss Eckford, and I was curious uh, to know what you're doing out here. Standing. Hmm. How's your uh, uh, search for those Marines coming? Going fine. Hmm. And uh, uh, have you made any headway? Not sure. Is there anybody else I can talk to? Inside. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> she uh she glances over to the bar and like she kind of has like a look on her face, like a little bit of disdain or whatever. And then she walks over to the ABC and she just like knocks on the door. And then uh, oh. uh Iona looks over at you, Dante. Okay. I'm gonna Open the door. All right. So when you open the door, you can see this Wayland yutani woman along with four Wayland yutani like security commando guys standing outside with Hammer and Stanley. Mm-hmm. And so she's just looking over at you and she says, hi, I'm hoping you're going to be a little bit more vocal than your friend here. Yeah, I can. I'm hold on. I got to. Sorry, I have a headache, so I have to get into the mode that she's, like, talkative, and I'm... Mm-hmm. Just hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was her character trait. Okay. Yeah, I can give you more information. What are you looking for? Well, I was curious how your uh, uh, little manhunt was going. Um, well... As you can see, we're clearly not all here at the vehicle. Some of us went into the bar to get more, to get more information, right? To get That's crunk. me out of character. <laughs> to get crunk? Yes. Yeah. We're getting oh, okay. fucking android wasted. <laughs> White android wasted. Um, I, I'm installing bloatware. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, slows down my neural processes. So, some of us are in some. Some of our team is in the bar. Obviously, we're out here, but we haven't really made a ton of headway. We're still working on it, but that's pretty much all I got for you. I don't know what's going on in there. I haven't gone in the bar. So, if you want more information from as far as that end, you're gonna want to go into the bar. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> so she, again, kind of looks over at the bar with a little bit of a look of disdain and then looks back at you and uh, just says, well, my name is Miss Eckford. I obviously work for Wayland yutani Yes. And obviously, <laughs> obviously, we know quite a bit. We're looking for the Marines, too. I think our uh, our goals kind of align here a little bit. So maybe we can cooperate. Okay, um, I'm not the person to give that call, considering our squad leader is currently in the bar. Um, 
So yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I can't give the uh, the ultimate call on that one. I apologize. I can tell you clearly do not want to go in that bar, but you're going to have to go in that bar. Do you want me to go in that bar with you? <laughs> I will go in the bar with you if that's what you need to go into the bar. So she she looks at you with a little bit of like an exhausted look, looks back at Hammer. I love the contrast of one of you talks too much and the other one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since you two are the two that work together. Yeah. And yeah. so it works she, perfectly. It does. Yeah, it does. She's a people person, and I want to eat her skin. Wait, okay. Wait, 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 wait. My skin or this bitch's skin? No, no, you're cool. You're cool. Her okay. skin. Okay. You don't look tasty. <laughs> you don't yeah, use I mean, enough I lotion. I got a fucked up spine. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway. So Eckford just uh, uh, kind of lets out a long sigh, and she like reaches in her pocket and she pulls out uh, a card. It's like this weird kind of clear plastic card. You guys recognize it? It's a kind of card that you would uh, uh, use to like dial up somebody or, or, or contact them. It's an American Express card. Got it. Yes. Uh, and she just hands that over to you, and she says, "Well." How about when you guys find some more information, uh, uh, you have your uh, captain give me a ring. Okay, sounds like a plan. And I'm going to just whoop, take the card from her hand. I'll let him know as soon as he gets out of the bar. All right, and she she just... Wait, what? Captain Silva's a she. Oh, my bad. I'll let her know as soon as she gets out of the bar. My bad. So Eckford just kind of nods and then uh, gives you guys a peculiar look and then walks away with the four uh, Wayland yutani commandos following her. Alright, so Tad. So yeah. you sit down uh, next to the uh, disgruntled captain. Uh, and she, you know, like I said, she was talking to the guy uh, next to her who isn't paying any attention. As you sit down, she instantly just swings over to you and starts <laughs> bitching to you, like, without any break in the conversation that she had whatsoever. Okay. Damn. I, I just kind of let her do that for a bit. I just, like, brain alt tab to my emails or something for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so she's, she's you know, just same thing. She's just bitching about, you know, uh, man, you have no idea how much money uh, I'm potentially losing. Not only from the repairs I need on the Magpie, but so many requests that I could have been getting people off world. This could have been a hell of a payday, but the damn... And she stops for a second and looks at you and then just shrugs. The damn UAAC has everything <laughs> suspended. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I, I just kind of tab back in. And like speaking of the USAC or whatever, UAAC, uh, UAAC. Um, there's a couple Marines uh, we've had go missing. We were wondering if maybe you, they'd talk to you to get off planet, and then I just kind of turn my data pad around and swipe through their pictures for. Her. So she like takes a moment to like try to focus her eyes on the data pad as you're scrolling through. She's like, wait, do that one more time. Okay, mm -hmm. do it one more time. Okay, one more time. Just like okay, just the last do it two. One more time. Okay, now mm -hmm. the first two. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then she uh, points at one of them, uh, which you recognize as uh, the AWOL Marine, right? And she says, "I recognize her. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. She she uh, uh, came up to me uh, uh, just, I believe it was yesterday, trying to get uh, uh, off-world. She was asking around at the spaceport. Okay. I, I, I take, I just kind of close my data pad. And I say, uh, you've been a great help. Thank you. And I, I go back over to the squad leader, captain, sergeant. Captain. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, she just instantly turns back to the other guy and starts talking <laughs> to him again. Yeah, so, I, I just walk up to the captain. I'm just like, we have a positive idea on one of the suspects. <laughs> Excellent. That didn't take nearly as long as I thought it would. Uh, is, there, is there anything uh, that you are doing while he's having that conversation, Keegan? I'm just waiting for... Uh... Pleasure bot to get back around. I should ask for Pleasure Bot's name. <laughs> All right. So you know, uh, uh, Chaplin comes back. Uh, you guys, you know, he tells you that information. Shortly after that, uh, the synthetic comes back, and she just kind of like opens one side of the end of the bar and motions to you guys. All right. I'll head on over there. All right. So she takes you. Her name is Fuck Blaster Seven Thousand, by the way. <laughs> it is not. Oh my am, god! It is not. <laughs> yes, I'm getting a shirt made that says Fuck Blaster Seven Thousand, and one of you assholes is wearing it. I'm sorry, that is done. I will wear it. <laughs> You'll wear it. I was gonna I'll say that it. sounds like a okay. Chris thing. All right, Chris, yeah. I'll make your shirt. All right, so she leads you behind the bar into this like uh, uh, kind of side door, and uh, you guys go into what looks like a, an office. It's fairly simple, but she actually steps behind the desk and sits down. Oh, all right. And then uh, she just extends a hand out to you and says, uh, uh, "I am known as Faye too. I am the uh, manager of the uh, Eye of Oblivion." Faye, too. Fay too. Okay. Alright, well, uh... I'll put my data pad back down with the pictures open. Uh, we're looking for some AWOL Marines. Wait, no. I probably don't want to say that. We are looking for some Marines. Uh, as as you show her the data pad, she starts uh, looking through and she says, "Yeah, uh, they were here last night." Okay. Uh... Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Would would, uh, would you happen to have uh, any information on when the, where they went? After uh, they came here, no. Um, they were here till about 2 a.m. Um, I remember them meeting with a, a short, balding man I don't really recognize. Um, they had an argument, and then they left separately. Uh, one of them left very angrily. Uh, there was one straggler, I remember, who got very, very drunk. And if I remember correctly, he was arrested shortly after he uh, uh, walked out. For uh, uh, public intoxication. One of the Marines was. If this is a Marine, yes. Uh, uh, and she okay. points to... Give me one second. I gotta remember who the fuck this is. I hope it's Wojak. Uh, she points to... She points to Reese. 
Damn. Okay. Do you have any security Uh, footage of this? Uh... She does. Could we get that? A copy of it? She says, yes, of course. Anything for the Union. And she says that a little quietly, like she doesn't want anybody else to hear. Mm-hmm. They're Confederate right, well. spies here. <laughs> Do you say that? What was that? No. <laughs> <laughs> he was making a Confederacy joke. Uh, so she brings up uh, the security footage on one of the monitors that she has on her desk. Uh, it's pretty grainy. You know, you got to remember that the technology in Aliens uh, is both high tech and also really, really shitty because it was made in the 70s when they didn't know what uh, uh, it was actually going to be able to do. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's a little grainy, but you can actually see the, the, the four Marines and you can see them meeting with somebody. Um, uh and, um, you know, you, you can see his face, but it's not obviously anybody that you guys recognize, unless there's something that you want to do about that. I will well, say you do you do have communications with Fort Nebraska and what? Hatfield. Yeah, I was going to say, could I send that back and have them try to ID the guy? Mm. Yeah, they can. Uh, uh, so if you contact uh, on your data pad... Uh, uh, they can at least try to run a check for you through the data pad. Uh, go ahead and make me an observation roll. I'm good at that, so I'm going to fail it. Hmm? Am I good at that? Yes. I'm okay at that. Plus, minus zero, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, 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 uh, modifiers. Hey, I did it. Hey, there you go. Nice. Uh, so, running the check uh, across all known colonists uh, uh, with this person's image through the data pad while he's talking to Faye 2, uh, you actually are able to identify him as a suspected insurgent by the name of Ivan Stoles. Oh, man. Ivan Stoles is a bad guy. <laughs> all right. Um, you said that you don't recognize this man at all. I don't know. Okay. Have you heard the name Ivan Stoles? No, not offhand. But I get a lot of people in this bar. Mm-hmm. You say that like... You can't just search your databanks and get the answer to the question I just asked. She kind of just looks at you for a second, and she says, I wasn't programmed for stuff like that. (laughs) My databanks are filled with different types of information. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh... Can I... Can I give her one of my cards like the lady outside did? Yes. Yeah, you can give her your okay. contact information. Uh, if you get any information on him or anything else that might be useful, I would very much appreciate it if you could uh, contact me. No, that's no problem at all. I'm glad to be of service to the UA. So after he gives him her... Hit, her after <laughs> Keegan <Yeah>. gives her <laughs> technically her card, because Keegan's character is female i just kind of reach out 
and I put one of my sticky mustaches on her, and I walk out. <laughs> Excuse me. Wait, wait what? Oh, I missed something. So his character what just happened. His character has little stick on Charlie Chaplin mustaches because that's what his squad used to call uh, Chaplin was Charlie Chaplin. So he used to put little mustaches on just as a joke to cheer him up. So oh, you, I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> Tad, Tad did not come up with that. That is actually part of the character background. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is literally the, the, the sticker equipment part. That they or had. no, the sticker yeah. is included. That is actually the signature yeah. item that uh, uh, Chaplin carries. Just, this is I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you stick the Charlie Chaplin uh, mustache on her, and she just gives you like the weirdest look as you get up and walk out. She doesn't take it I... off though. <laughs> I bring I bring my uh, my finger to my mouth in like a hush as I walk out like shh. Uh. <laughs> Keegan, oh, I, I I I don't want to get into it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we have that information, so uh, I guess. Uh, the first thing to do would be to check the local jailhouse. Yeah. They might have records on uh, Ivan Stoles as well. Well, also, uh, one of them got arrested. Well, yeah. If you wanted to go for the easy solution, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys heading back outside? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys walk back outside. You know, the APC is obviously still parked there. Uh, there is nobody around the bar now. As you can see, uh, Hammer's got his big-ass gun, and he's brandishing a knife. Uh, as soon as they come out, the brandishing stops. Okay. Oh. So he's just standing well, out like, there. I think just myself is intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, the brandishing stops, like, like you're trying to hide the fact that you're brandishing the knife, or... No. Just like, alright, I don't need to brandish this anymore. <laughs> so he was brandishing a knife, and you can see him like look over, kind of like, okay, and then put the knife back, and then continue just holstering his giant gun with the articulating arm. Alright, uh... The, um... You, you know that Dante's inside the APC. Yeah, the massive show of force probably isn't necessary. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, I mean now it is because you you've sort of like made that the the statement. But I guess yeah, if you stop now, you look like a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll exactly. definitely exploit that. <laughs> All right, All saddle right, well, up, uh, cowboys. Yep. To the, uh, to the police station. The right, marshal so, station, I think it was. So you guys are getting back yeah. in the APC? Yeah. All right, are you, uh, Captain Silva, going to explain any of this information that you've received yeah, to once, your actual squad? Yeah, once we're, like, in the APC and not, you know, talking out into the open air. Well, yeah. I just said, yeah, okay, so you're in the APC. Yeah, uh, I will relay that uh, 
we are going to head to the police station because one of the uh, Sin Eaters was uh, arrested last night for uh, public intoxication. Uh, also, uh, Ivan... What was his name? Ivan... Stoles. Stole. Stoles. Yeah. Uh, a potential insurgent slash insurgent sympathizer uh, has been seen with them, so we might need to uh, look into him a little bit. And the... There's a ship at the port uh, that uh, belongs to one of the captains inside that has been that they asked uh, if they could get off world with her, but her ship is sort of locked down right now, so that was a dead end for them. What was it called? The muskrat, I think it was. The magpie. Uh, yeah, the magpie. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I just i just i just remember m what the where the what fuck should, did you get muskrat what should i name my ship that flies through the sky uh the muskrat <laughs> of course of course of course duh good name for there's a boat been, there's though. been dumber names <laughs> okay i start driving to the station okay so you guys start making your way uh, uh, to the station. Give me one moment here. All right. So you guys are uh, making your way uh, uh, to the station. The station is not terribly far away. Let me switch you back to the Ariarchus colony map. Uh, so the Marshall Station is going back north, so it's in the opposite direction of the spaceport. Uh, back in the direction of downtown. A little bit closer to Fort Nebraska, but a little bit more to the east. Uh, so you guys start making your way to the uh, Marshall Station. Um, you get about right here. Uh, kind of uh, uh, only maybe a mile, half a mile away from the Marshall Station. And you're driving along, and Tad, I need you to make a piloting check. Okay. Uh, no mods? No mods. Did it. Nice. All right. So you guys are making your way along, and um, as you get to one of the side <coughs> streets there, uh, you actually can all feel a big jarring as an explosive device explodes underneath the APC as you drive over it. Luckily, Chaplin's able to, like, kind of veer out of the way just in time, so the APC itself doesn't really take any damage. Um, but okay. as you do that, you see five individuals rush out from kind of, like, side alleys and stuff with guns. Oh, it's about to get messy. <laughs> I park. <laughs> Captain requests we neutralize the suspects. Uh, they'll probably just follow us if we don't, so... I'm already out the door. <laughs> just <laughs> whack a gun. <laughs> Alright, uh, side note to Chaplin. Yeah. Remember, you are a synthetic. By uh, programming, you're not supposed to hurt people. Yeah. Just a, unless, just it, uh, unless it they're directly threatening the life of someone. Y yes, but even then, non-lethal. 
<laughs> Alright. So, uh, you guys park, jump out. Uh, now we are going to do... Uh... What the fuck? Why do I have so many decks out? <laughs> Alright, give me a second here. We're going to do initiative, but I'm going to like hide all of these decks that I'm not using. That oh, are just out by default. Daily. Oops, I need to go over here. Right? Oh, here it is. Okay. So, story, playing cards, scenario, agenda. Oh, I don't know if they have an agenda deck. Or, I mean, an initiative yeah. deck. Huh. That's not good. What? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm not seeing an uh, initiative deck on this. I see an agenda deck, scenario, item cards, NPC cards, story deck, playing cards. Playing <laughs> cards? All right. Technically, playing cards would work? Playing cards do work. So we're just going to use playing cards. Playing card is a default for all of them. Like every yeah. uh, thing that you do has a playing card deck in it. That's fair enough, I guess. All right, uh, so Tad, go ahead and draw. Okay. Uh, Ace, is that Ace. good? Ace is high? Ace is one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> Paige, go ahead and draw. Remember, one is actually good, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're doing playing cards? Yeah, we're just doing yeah. playing cards. Four. How did you manage to put it face down? Yeah, it's, it's, it's face up it's right on mine. There. It's face up on yeah, mine. It's, uh, four clubs. Oh, it's huh. face down on mine. Face it's, down she dragged it off the deck. It's not on the deck. Oh, okay. That would explain. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, there it oh, is. Oh, yep, there okay. it is. <laughs> okay. A bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Keegan, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to just click it or pull one out? Uh, just click it. Four of hearts. Four of hearts. All right. Clubs is going to beat you, I think. I'm just going to rule it does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't feel like looking in the book just to see what the fucking uh, uh, suits do. Because it, it, it is in there. Because you can use regular playing cards for initiative. I just don't feel like looking that up. Chris, go ahead and draw. <laughs> Two. Two. Nice. Alrighty. So, initiative order. Five. Alright. So, we're going to have Tad, Chris, Paige, Keegan, and the other dudes. All right, Tad, it is your go first. Okay. Uh, I guess I will just go and non-lethally subdue a man with a punch prop All right, so you're going to rush towards the nearest insurgent and try to punch him? Yeah. All right, go ahead and give me... What would that be, close combat? I'd imagine it's close combat, yeah. All right, go ahead and give me close combat. 
Uh, I got one. One. All right. So, uh, are you attempting to like grab him, wrestle him, or just hit him? Probably just like punch him. Maybe use my medical knowledge to know where to punch him to knock him out and not kill him. <laughs> not my mighty Johnny grapple seed of you. <laughs> with my mighty what? android strength, I'm not Johnny uh, grapple seed anymore. He's not. He's not Johnny <laughs> grapple seed. We don't need to talk about Johnny grapple seed. Um, <laughs> so you, you know, you manage to hit him. You instantly do it in a in the most non-lethal way possible. The only reason I'm even ruling that you can is because of your medical knowledge. Uh, otherwise, you yeah. wouldn't be able to hit him at all because synthetics are not supposed to be violent. Uh, towards people. Uh, but you hit him, and you do a little bit to him, but he is still, like, alright. Uh, like, he is still up, but, you know, he's obviously injured a little bit. Chris! Yeah? It is your go. Gonna shoot my gun! You're gonna shoot your gun, alrighty. So, you should, on your character sheet... Oh, I don't think it actually has that listed on there. Alright, so you got your M56 smart gun. So go ahead and give me ranged combat while I look this gun up. Alright, so you got uh, one hit on that. That's that's not me. Oh, no, that's Chaplin. Alright. Why did it not go through? I don't know. There we go. Two. All right. Nice. Do you want to turn that into extra damage? How do you do that again? It's just every uh, success after the first you can turn into extra damage, or you can try to do another kind of stunt if you want. Oh, God, no extra damage. Extra damage. All right. Give me one second here. Alright, so the base damage on this, so you actually get three bonus dice for the smart gun, so uh, oh. go ahead and roll me three D6. Alright, none of those were successes, unfortunately. Uh, but it has a base damage of three, so you do four, so you just mow down one of these guys. Yeah. You know, you, you just kind of cut him right along the torso, and he just crumples over. Also, uh, I want everyone to take one stress uh, from uh, having uh, combat uh, contact. I don't get stressed, right? No, you don't. Uh, synthetics can't get stressed. A hardened veteran being stressed in combat? Mm-mm. Hey, stress is good, remember? Oh, yeah, you're right. Small amounts <laughs> is, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, next up is Paige. Hammer's just sitting there just like, fuck yeah, I'm so stressed. <laughs> okay. Well, clearly I'm going to sh shoot at something. What are you shooting with? Uh, RPG. Jesus, <laughs> you've got uh, so your equipment. You've the got pulse the, uh, rifle, yeah. the crafting torch, grenade, pistol. Gun. Yeah, I'll do the just the rifle, pulse rifle. All right, so you should be able to just click the attack button next to the M4A pulse rifle. 
Ooh. Oh. Hey. Damn. All right. So that's three hits on the pulse rifle. Uh, give me one second here. So the pulse rifle's damage is two. Do you want to convert that to damage? Or try to do something else special with it? Um, fuck, what else could I do special with it? Give me one second. The one thing I will say that is a slight critique of the, um, of uh, Destroyer of Worlds on here is just the fact that uh, they don't have the basic rules included because you're supposed to have the rules uh, already available. So I do understand why they don't do that, but it does make it uh, a, a little not convenient compared to um, uh, Chariot of the Gods when yeah, you got to look things up. Uh, so give me one second. So that's close combat, range combat. Fuck, that's not what I was looking for. Okay. Uh, so you can inflict one more point of damage with each of the additional successes, which you have two successes. You can try to pin down the enemy, in which case they need to make an immediate panic roll. You can position yourself and exchange your initiative score with your enemy, which you don't want to do because you go before them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you can make them drop a weapon, or you can make them fall to the ground or be pushed back. Damn. Uh, I'm going to make them drop a weapon. Okay. Uh, now, you have two extra successes, so that you, with one success, you can make the guy drop a weapon, but you can also do another thing with the other one. Push him back. Okay. Push him back, push him back, push him back, uh -huh. All right, so you do two points of damage. So you shoot him in the uh, like the side. He starts bleeding. Uh, he's still oh, like yeah. okay, but you know you shoot him in the side. His arm goes down. He drops the weapon. He tries to like grab for it, but you you know you you shoot at him, and he kind of like has to step away from it uh, uh, as you're shooting at him. So he's not able to like actually reach the weapon to be able to pick it back up. Right. Okay. All right. Next up is Keegan. I am going to shoot at a fresh target. At a fresh target, what are you shooting with? Uh, my M41A. All right. Uh, you should have the little attack button. Yep. Click. No it really button. irritates me that Hammer doesn't have that automatically Three. plugged in for his big ass gun. I already did it. Is there anything? Is there anything special? I have. It was bonus three dice, three damage, right? Uh, yes. Nothing else special on it. I mean, there's some special traits, but that's all you need for that. Alright. Uh, that's all just going to be extra damage. Extra damage? Alright, so you have a base yep. damage of two. Alright, so you just take your gun and you manage to just blow one of the insurgents' head right off with a clean uh, precision shot. Nice. Kabang. Alright, and then that makes it their turn. Now, uh, one thing to point out, I believe all of you have M3 personal armor. Mm. Just making uh, sure you all have you all have M3 yes. personal yeah. armor. Okay. I do not. Yep. I'm an android. You are an android, but this is important. So, give me a second here. Alright, so standard issue for the USMC M3 consists of rigid armor padded vest, uh, ballistic pad covers the abdomen, blah blah fucking blah. Hmm. Alright, armor rating 6. 
Okay, Jesus Christ, that is really high armor rating. Do, do I also have... No. Okay. You just no. got a lot of health. Chaplain, <laughs> Chaplain does not have uh, armor. They don't usually give synthetics uh, armor or weapons. That's fair. I am Sorry. armor and I am... <laughs> no, you're not exactly a weapon, I would say, but... <laughs> oh no, he's a weapon. <laughs> a fucking weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a fucking weapon. All right. Um, so, uh, whenever you take damage from an attack, you roll a number of dice equal to your armor rating, and then each success lowers the damage that you would be inflicted. So, whenever we take damage, we roll six. Dice. Yep, and then okay. you can reduce the damage that you would take based on the number of successes that you get. I assume we can just click armor, and uh, yeah, yeah, you should be able to, but I don't know if it's uh, automatically tied in. Uh, I will do it as a test. Yes. Oh, perfect. All right. <laughs> so I would have negated two damage there in this. In this, uh, oh yeah, because the armor attack. is actually put in there. Also, you literally have a button that says initiative card. Do we? Do you? Yeah, under the roll buttons at the top of your sheet. Oh, oh you do. Look at that. Oh. What's that. What's that do? Oh, I have it a zero. You wanted to send the results of this roll to the turn tractor, but no valid token was selected. Okay. All right. Oh. Somehow you got a zero for initiative, so I don't know how that worked. I don't know either. Well, we won't worry about that. But Real now we quick. know that there's a thing. All right. So uh, it is their turn. Uh, the one that is fighting with Chaplin, he's, you're a little too close for him to shoot, but he is going to attempt to punch you. Okay. That's going to hurt his hand. It is probably going to hurt his hand. He did succeed. You are going to take one point of damage. Okay. Alrighty, uh, and then uh, two of them are dead. One of them is uh, a little bit away from his gun. He is actually going to run like a bitch because he can't get to his gun. Uh, and then the other one is going to take a shot at Chris because Chris has the giant gun. Alright, Chris, so he hits, so go ahead and give me an armor roll. Oh, damn. All right, you're going to take three points of damage. All righty, and then that should bring it up because you got three of them down. So, Tad, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll probably just... Uh, I'll probably just try to put this guy... Was the guy I was fighting fought back so he didn't run no. I'll try to uh, knock him out and uh, what did the working Joe say stop resisting I'll say that <laughs> stop <laughs> resisting <laughs> alright you're becoming hysterical dang it <laughs> oof yeah that is rough and you can't push rolls as an android nope so you swing but unfortunately you can't see like a good way to do it in the most non-lethal way possible so you just fail to swing at him your programming prevents you Okay. All right. Uh, he's next... old. 
He's only exposing weaknesses. <laughs> Next up is Chris. Just like you're real bad at this. Stop Ooh. the guy running. The guy running? <laughs> the guy running. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, get a bonus die. In addition to your, yeah, normal. So that was, that was for modifiers. I do two, right? Mm-hmm. No, no. That was for um, uh, Call of Cthulhu. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so just one modifier on this? Yeah, one uh, bonus. Oof. Oh. All right. Saint Killing? Oh, is that extra what damage. you called that? That's a lot <laughs> of yeah, the, the, I couldn't remember what it, even though it's like right in my gear, I couldn't remember what it's called, so I called it Saint Killings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your gun is called Saint Killings. Uh, yeah, so he's running away, and you just put a burst right into his back, and he crumples. Poor Dante probably flinches from that, seeing another... I mean, I can't call it a spinal injury when you sever the spine entirely, but... <laughs> sever. There is no more spine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so Paige, it's your turn. There is... Uh, there are two insurgents left, one who is armed and one who is fighting with Tad. Who is still armed, but not able to use his gun right now. I'm gonna shoot the one that's not fighting with Tad. Okay. With the rifle again. All right, go ahead and give me a rifle shot. Hey! Oh! Nice. Thanks, cool. stress. <laughs> so are you going to convert that to damage or do something special? I'm going to convert that one to damage. Okay. All right, so he takes that damage. He's very hurt, but he is still up as you shoot him right in the gut. What a whore. Uh, Keegan, it is your turn. Alright, uh, how many do we got? There are two. One fighting with Tad and the one that Paige just shot. Alright, and shooting at the one with that is fighting Tad, uh, would that cause penalties? You would take one penalty for shooting into melee. Uh, I will not shoot at that one then. I will shoot at the other. Okay. Bang. Oh, right, I need to no modifiers. Bang. <laughs> Uh oh. Hey. Oh. All right. So you Face shoot. Hug? You shoot him, but uh, that is actually enough to kill him, even though you got the one shot. Uh, as you just kind of mm-hmm. shoot him right in the chest. But I need you to make a panic roll. Okay. Uh, I'll hit the panic button. Three. Okay, that's not going to be anything. You managed to uh, uh, keep your cool. Alright, so that leaves just the one who is going to attempt to swing at Tad again, and he misses. Okay. Tad, it makes it your turn. Okay. Uh, I looked up some voice lines. I remember the one I like. Uh, You are becoming hysterical. Oh yeah, that's the one Paige said. Yeah. Yep. You're becoming hysterical. (laughs) Smack. With their red fucking eyes. (laughs) Got him. All right, so you managed to hit him. So he's um he's Bonk. still up. He's uh getting hurt as you're just keep smacking him, but he is still up. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, you're still only getting like the one. <laughs> uh, Chris, it's your turn. Uh, so there's one guy up. There's one guy fighting Tad. Uh, whipping out the knife. <laughs> All right, you're gonna whip out the knife. Yeah, I don't have a knife thing, so. Uh, give me one second uh... here. 
There's some good ones in here. I'm gonna keep this open. Oh wait, I do got it. <laughs> you got the knife stats? Yeah. Okay, cool. Convert to damage. Alright, so that in addition to uh, what Chaplin's already done, you manage to just shank him right in the fucking side. Uh, and then he crumples. Question. Yo. M56 smart gun gives me three bonus dice? Yes. Okay, this one doesn't have it, so I guess I'll just put that in. Yeah, it, it, it did have the. It did have the smart gun on my thing. Oh, okay. Alright, but yeah, so you guys managed to drop all of the insurgents. Uh, one thing to note when it comes to damage is... Um, so, androids can't actually heal. They have to be repaired. But for yeah. anybody else who takes damage, after like 5 or 10 minutes outside of combat, your health goes back to full. <laughs> yeah, I got a ding there, but I still have 5 health, so... All right, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a short, like, five-minute break, uh, and then after that, we'll get back to the game, all right? All right. All right, so we'll be back, everybody.
All right, and we are back. Nice. I, I am really, Good time. I am really mm-hmm. thankful for you guys mm-hmm. convincing me that I don't have skin cancer, though. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. I think you, I think you do have skin cancer. Oh fuck. Oh well. Well, okay. Well, there's Paige, just like instant. <laughs> like, nah, fuck you. They don't want to tell you because they don't want to deliver the bad news over the phone. Keegan, I, I don't know want to you. deliver the bad news. Imagine how you're day. gonna feel tomorrow. I, I get on Discord. No, and just I like, don't yup. want to fucking talk about it. I got the melanoma. <laughs> what stage though? Huh? Probably like seven. Knowing yeah. my luck. Okay, let's fucking chill. First of all, it's <laughs> more melanoma than man. <laughs> just weaponized melanoma. melanoma. I, I get abducted by the. By the uh, FBI or CIA or something like that. Just like, we need to know. They're just like, like Sir, this explains sir. your entire personality. You're all cancer. <laughs> yeah, like, sir, did you realize you're just one tumor? <laughs> you're, you're like Deadpool, but not cool. Like, like your mother didn't have a baby. She had an ovarian cyst that just kept going. Oh, <laughs> oh that's... Well, you know, there's so actually, it's really, it's really, really rare, but tumors can yeah. grow, like, teeth and hair and stuff. Yeah, they yeah. can. Yeah, especially yeah. the ovarian ones. Yeah, they, they, uh, I had a friend oh, who had one removed that had a tooth in it. That's fucked. It also makes me want to, like, make <laughs> a fucking story about that, but anyways, go mm-hmm. ahead. So anyway, uh, welcome back to the Was stream, everybody. Uh, cancer and ovarian cysts like- and... No, it was like a weird fucked up baby tooth. I don't know. I didn't ask details on what they pulled out of her body. You I'm just have. wondering how, what you it did. always ask. Think. Anyways, so you guys just <laughs> brutally murdered five insurgents who were dumb enough to attack an APC filled with Marines. Is it really murder? I, I, I call it self-defense. Okay, Chris murdered a man who was running away. Yes, that, that was is murder. true. <laughs> Everyone else, it was self-defense. But you're also colonial marine, so it, it's kind of like whatever. They don't have We rights. have a license to keep. So uh, I just kind of immediately drop my combat stance and say, I'm glad, res- I, I'm glad we resolved this, and then walk back the APC. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> we resolved this peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> I only wanted to help. <laughs> you are no longer hysterical. Mm-hmm. Oh, good stuff. Alright, so uh, I'm assuming you guys are just going to continue on to the Marshall Station? Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. So after that excitement, you make your way to the Marshall Station. Uh, there wasn't really anybody around the area to uh, uh, to really get involved with uh, with that. Um, unfortunately, you know, the reality of Ariarchus right now is firefights like this probably aren't all that uncommon with the number of insurgents that are active in the area. Uh, and you guys know that the Marshals, you know, who are obviously the local law enforcement, are stretched pretty thin. Uh, so it doesn't really surprise you that none showed up. Also, you guys just killed these people with really, really brutal efficiency. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
you know, there, like I said, there's really no reaction from anybody. There's nobody around, and nobody really comes by. You guys just kind of load back up into the uh, APC. The three other Marines that you guys have with you were taking up just guard positions around your vehicle, obviously. Um, you know, they're with you, but they're doing proper NPC roles. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So you guys uh, uh, make your way over to the Marshall Station, and you don't come up with any other uh, uh, or experience any other resistance as you're making your way over there. Uh, give me one moment. All right, so we are at the Marshall Station now. That lagged just perfectly, so you said the Martian. Yeah, that... Oh, we are at the Marshall Station. <laughs> we are not at the Martian. Mm -hmm. Yet. All right, mm -hmm. so you're in a part of town now, uh, now that you've gotten past like this area. What was kind of weird about this insurgency attack is this is a relatively nice neighborhood. Uh, like I said, you're about half a mile out. As you get closer to the Marshall Station, you get to the nicer part of town, quote-unquote. Again, a lot of these buildings are abandoned as people are leaving the uh, the colony. But this is where a lot of the, uh, uh, the doctors live, and obviously you have the Marshall Station. Closer you get to the Marshall Station, the nicer it gets because you're closer to law enforcement and you're closer to law and order. Gentrified. Very gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, so you guys know from uh, the time that you've spent around here that the Marshall Station is very understaffed. They only have like a dozen deputies for roughly 2,200 colonists. Um, so uh, give me a moment here. So when you guys uh, walk in to the front area here to the uh, entrance there is a reception desk and then it obviously goes uh, uh further in and uh there is a very frazzled looking receptionist who is uh just kind of going through paperwork she doesn't even look up as uh you guys are going in i guess again i should ask who's going in i'm going in <coughs> okay yeah okay i'll go in this time too okay chris just last time you're going to stand outside? Yeah. Okay. All right, so the three of you go in. And like I said, the uh, the receptionist doesn't even, like, really look up as you guys walk in. She doesn't look up? She does not look up. She's looking through okay. paperwork, and she's very frazzled. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna look at her. Sorry, I forgot I'm the talkative one. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna look at her. And, you know, what time is, is it? Like afternoon or late night? Uh, I think it's like here. It's like always nighttime, but the the actual like time clock is like afternoon. Okay. I'm gonna say, and uh, hi, good afternoon. Like, how are you today? So she kind of jumps a little bit because she didn't, like, get, you know, she didn't realize you guys were there. And then she kind of, like, gets slightly wide-eyed and she realizes that you guys are, like, a group of fucking Marines. Yeah. And then she calms down a little bit when she realizes, you know, you were being, like, actually somewhat friendly. 
she going to answer me? <laughs> Sorry, give me one second. There's something in my drink that I'm trying to fish out, but it does not want to cooperate. Like, I think I've gotten okay. half the drink out on my finger, and this thing is still in the fucking drink. I bet it's a spider. It's not a spider, it's it just is. a little piece of dust. <laughs> I think I'm getting more in the water. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say water, it's a gin and tonic, but I can pretend that I'm being healthy. Alright, so she just looks up at you and she's just like, uh, I'm, I'm okay, busy, what can I do for you guys? I'm gonna look Greetings. over it. Okay. I am a Hyperdyne 341C model synthetic unit, and we are here investigating some AWOL soldiers. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't really know much about that, but you might want to talk to Marshall Hyams. Captain? Uh, okay. Uh, would you be able to uh, point me in his direction? Uh, yeah, just go back behind the desk to the bullpen. Thank you very much. I, I will start let us heading. Go, to let us go see the male bovine. <laughs> Why are you acting like that? He's an android. Yeah, I'm, I'm an android. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> That's a question we ask Tad all the time. It is. Alright, so you guys walk back into the bullpen area. It's an open, white-paneled room. Uh, fairly, like, it, it's decently large, but it's also very, like, basic you know there's not a lot of decorations or anything else um you see you know there are multiple desks around this is where most of the deputies would have desks there only really appears to be one individual in here uh which you recognize he's got like a uh, a badge on that signifies him as the marshal all right uh and he's just like sitting at his desk right now yeah, he's he's going through uh, uh, paperwork and he's uh, uh, looking at a couple of uh, monitors. He he looks over at you guys as you walk in. He kind of like he doesn't have like like he doesn't look as wide eyed as uh, uh, the receptionist was because he's obviously <laughs> been here long enough that he's seen Marines. This is a goddamn military base, uh, but he just kind of has a look of exasperation, like oh god, what now? Uh, and mm -hmm. he just waves you guys over. All right. Uh, once I enter, I will, uh, say hello, Marshal. Uh, I was, uh, given some information that, uh, and I will pull out my data pad and, uh, swipe to, uh, the... Fuck, I don't remember. One... Yeah, I don't it, remember. It was R. Reese. Reese, yeah. yeah. Uh, to Reese's picture, uh, I was informed that you picked up this person uh, last night. He he looks over and he says, "I mean, I I was probably at home sleeping." Uh, would you be able to tell me which uh, deputy uh, would have more information on this individual? You think I keep track of every single drunk that one of my deputies picks up? You know how many colonists are here? You know how many of us there are? No, I don't expect you to keep track of the drunks. I expect you to keep track of the deputies, though. 
you think I file every single arrest or stop that they make? Or keep track of that? Like, just offhand, by memory. Well, uh, do, do, do you have a computer that helps you with that? Maybe. I mean, I've got a filing system, but, uh, that's, you know, that's not usually something I just share with people. All right, would you be able to tell me which deputy was working last night in that area, at least? I mean, I think Simmons was working. All right, is... I assume Simmons is not working right now. No, because he's one of my third shift guys. He's probably at home sleeping or spending time with his family. All right. Uh, he seems very combative. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> so you were being hysterical. <laughs> you, you, you get the feeling uh, he doesn't really like you guys very much. That's that's fine. I'm starting not to like him. Uh, would you be able to... Uh, Show me to the brig. Uh, I need to see if this man is still here. So he just kind of leans back in his chair a little bit and says, you, you want to go check out the jail? Where's your paperwork? All right. <laughs> I don't see an acquisition form here. You got to remember, I'm, I'm still the marshal. anything. Or whatever. I don't know what form it would actually be. He would have to have a form, but I don't know what it, what like the official form would be. So I just said acquisition. He just says like I don't I don't see any paperwork here. You got to remember, I'm still the marshal. You guys don't have just free reign of everything here. Not without the right uh, uh, channels. All right. Uh... Would someone like to give me an, a ma manipulation roll? Because there are I'll social skills in this game. <laughs> yeah. I'll manipulate the man. With no modifiers. I won't manipulate the man. Good. Yeah, he, he is just staring you down. Just like, I don't see any paperwork. <clears throat> Alright, well. Uh, Unless somebody well, else would like to try. While this is going on, can I just, like, in my android brain search for the correct paperwork and possibly even like request it make me com tech okay yeah i was i was going to say that uh my plan was to turn around and immediately like call <laughs> up the uh uh <laughs> he's not a commander is he hatfield yeah is he uh what is his rank He's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, he's a major. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My my next step was to literally like walk out of this room, try to get a hold of him, try to get the paperwork, and then walk back in there like minutes later. All right. So Tad, uh, you know, you through your da data pad, you know, it's not really like an Android brain necessarily, but through your data pad, you know, you're able to uh, contact the base and they're able to give you just like a, I don't what would it requisition, a request form. You get a request form. Okay. Uh, Do sent I, through. I just have them fax it directly here. <laughs> so so yeah. I just walk over the fax machine. 
Like while they're having that conversation, I just walk over the fax machine, stare at it, and then it faxes something it's, out. Like, it's not a fax machine, no. So what happens is uh, he's just kind of leaning back. He's like, I don't see any paperwork. And then there's like a doot doot. And he looks like <laughs> side eye to his monitor. I just kind of, I just kind of <laughs> look up over my data pad. I believe we have the requested paperwork. So yeah, he just lets out a long, <laughs> long sigh. Just says, "Thank you." All right, fine. Look, we got one guy in the jail right now. I think it was a drunk that was brought in last night. And in our interrogation room, we have uh, someone that we suspect might be an insurgent. All right. Uh... The insurgent. Is his name Ivan? Yes, it is. Captain? Oh, that, that is very useful. Captain? Fuck, Captain? now I'm just Data from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan, why are you laughing? You never saw that. <laughs> I know, I know who Data is. Come on. Have you ever seen an episode with Data? With Data, absolutely not. No. Okay, <laughs> but so I know fuck who off. Is. Just because of memes, <laughs> I used to watch the la the uh, uh, the Next Generation. I actually am familiar with Data. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. uh... I suppose that Ivan might be able to lead us to the rest of them, but also so could Reese, so... I think... Would you like to... Hand... Would you like to head the, to the interrogation room and I will go get a hold of our suspect? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right, so you're going to head to the interrogation room, and then uh, Tad is going to head to the jail cell to go uh, uh, get Reese. What is Dante doing? Um, you said they're going to the interrogation room? Well, uh, Keegan's going to the interrogation room. Tad is going to go grab Reese from the jail. I'll go with Tad. Alright, so I'm you're sure gonna go probably with Tad. Grab Hammer too, I'm assuming. Well Hammer's outside. Are you going outside to get Hammer? Should we? I feel like he could be a good intimidation factor. Probably, yeah. Go get him yeah. and take him to the intimidation room. Intimidation. Intimidation, <laughs> intimidation room. room. <laughs> the accuracy there is fantastic. <laughs> and okay. yeah. And yeah. I sh I I'm just going and grabbing a guy. I shouldn't need help. Well, Dante okay. was going to go with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go out to Hammer. And I'm... <laughs> hey, we, uh... <laughs> we got to go grab a guy from one of the jail cells, and I feel like having you there would be pretty good, um... Motivation for him to get the fuck out of the jail cell, even though why would he resist, but, you know... You, you just never know with these people, so I feel like you should come with us. Information gather and I get you. Yes. <laughs> I'll haul the gun over my shoulder and walk in. Yeah, okay. okay. 
All right, so is so is it just Keegan going to the interrogation room? And then the three of you are going to go grab Reese? I believe so, yeah. Unless unless you want to go to the interrogation room, Chris. I, I don't feel know like you guys that. would be better in the interrogation room. You think so? Because, yeah, you'd be actually intimidating. Okay. Mm. Well, then I guess we'll go to the intimidation room. Okay, so uh, it's just... an intimidation room. <laughs> we're we're calling it the intimidation room now. It's not yeah, an interrogation okay, room. It's just it is the is intimidation now, room. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Tad, are you? So are you just going to grab Reese by yourself? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys kind of split up, do your thing. Um, give me a second here. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, that was a hiccup for anybody listening or watching. Yep. I, they're a little obnoxious with me. Uh, so you know that Reese is being held in jail cell four. So you go in that direction at, while the rest of you go to the interrogation room. So we'll start with everyone else first and then we'll get to Tad. So there is, uh, when you walk inside uh, the intimidation... <laughs> I actually did that, and not even, like, ironically. Like, I just said that naturally. <laughs> when you guys walk into the intimidation room, uh, there is actually um, uh, what appears... You, you can see one deputy in there who uh, looks like he's in the middle of questioning uh, a balding, kind of, like, pot-bellied man. And they both stop and, like, look over at you. And the deputy... The deputy does not look nearly as combative as the marshal, as he just kind of looks up wide-eyed, like, Oh, shit. Hi. Hello. Am I in there yet, or? or yeah, yeah, is... you're in. The, like all three of you are in the uh, uh, intimidation room. Get out. He kind of like gives you a weird right. look, but then also sees the massive gun, and he looks over at Stoles and just like, like he he's got like a little bit of a scared expression, but he looks over at Stoles and just kind of chuckles, and then he gets up and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> And Stoles looks very uh, uh, concerned. That's that's fair. It's working. <laughs> so you guys are. So he walks out, closes the door. So the three of you are alone in the intimidation room with Ivan Stoles. All right, uh, I'll uh, go ahead and sit down across from him. Okay. You know, just sit there for a moment. So he's just sitting there quietly. He, you see he's rubbing his uh, chest a little bit. I'm glad you said chest. <laughs> you feeling all right there? I just, I have really bad heartburn. Can oh, get, oh, son of can, a bitch. Can I get some water, please? Yeah, I'll go get you some water, and I'm gonna go get that fucker some water, and I'm gonna take the longest <laughs> fucking water. <laughs> All right, so so Dante leaves the room to go to. We're gonna say over by their weapons locker or whatever they the got a water cooler. Basement. I'm going to the basement. Just <laughs> fucking pipe and getting that fucker some water that he's not gonna need in two seconds. Yeah, that's what's happening. All right, but yeah, so so she walks out uh, to go get some water, and he's just sitting there. Well, uh, while my compatriot there uh, 
get you something, maybe you can uh, give me something. What do you want? Well, I know that you have had some contact with uh, uh, another man that is in the... uh, Scandalous. uh, What's that? Scandalous. He's having contact with another man. Ignore him. (laughs) God! With the other man uh, that is currently being detained here, would like uh, a little bit more information on your relationship with him and his compatriots. Make a manipulation roll. Get a bonus dice because you got hammer with you. Uh, modifiers one. Exactly one. Exactly one. Okay. So mm. he uh, uh, he kind of looks hesitant at first, but then finally, like looking at Hammer and the giant ass gun, he's just like, "All right, look, I'm I'm with the insurgency. Um, we I I met with the uh, uh, the four Marines last night, and we discussed." selling some information they don't have just intelligence though um sergeant wocek and the other marines apparently smuggled out bioweapon samples and uh they were offering them to the upp for protection okay i do know that wocek was picked up by uh my compatriots um Shortly after uh, I met with them at the uh, Eye of Oblivion, but I don't know where they are. I don't know where they would have taken them. Uh, where is? Uh, where are your compatriots normally at? I mean, we usually meet at Eye of Oblivion. I was just supposed to be a contact for the Marines. They wanted to uh, uh, have me talk to them so that way they wouldn't risk anybody too high up. Alright, these these bioweapons, you get your eyes on those? I didn't, no. Uh, uh, I asked them about them, and they seemed very dodgy about it, and they seemed very nervous, but they said that they had the, uh, the, the samples with them. But they wouldn't show them to me. They said something about they wanted protection and medical assistance. Why? They didn't say what they needed the medical assistance for. They seemed fine to me, besides just being very nervous. Wojcik seemed very agitated, and and I noticed she was breaking out. But I I I, I don't breaking know what out. they. Yeah, like she she had some like hives like on her hives. forehead. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh. And uh, were you taken in around the same time as Reese was? Yeah, the other man that was uh, arrested. Yeah, I was um. I was making my way back home when uh, the marshals picked me up. I apparently you they didn't. already suspected my ties to the insurgency. Mm. All right. Uh, 
gosh, that's... You've been very helpful. He looks back over at Hammer. <laughs> and the big-ass gun. He's just like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no. And I, now I, the knife. <laughs> and now the <laughs> knife that he's brandishing. <laughs> well, I, I really can't thank you enough for being so uh, forthcoming with the information that I was asking for. I, I really thought that uh, that we would have to actually, you know, like put some put put the fear of God in you, but here we are. No, no, Just... I already got the fear, sir. I already, I'm, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already all right. I've been here long enough. I don't, you know, things things are tense enough. He looks back over at Hammer. <laughs> I do the I do like the lunge forward thing. Yeah, like the, quick... like the what, bitch, what. Like yeah, but, yeah, he, yeah, he almost falls looks... out of the chair. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll uh, turn to Hammer. Uh, unless you have anything that you can think of, I feel like I've gotten just about all the information I need. Nah. All right, well, I suppose we should go uh, see how our friend Reese is doing. All right, pause on you guys. Dante, what are you doing? So, I mean, there's there's a water cooler over by the weapons locker. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Dante doesn't know what it is, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go get him a glass of water like normal. Okay. Uh, so we're going to pause on you because you're walking back into the interrogation room about the same time that they're leaving. Pause on you. So, Tad. Yeah. So, Chaplain, uh, you make your way over. Uh, you know, it's a dimly lit section of the um, of the actual uh, uh, Marshall Station. But you get back into the holding areas. The, all of the cells are empty except for cell four, <laughs> which is the yeah. one that uh, has Reese in it. Um so uh, uh, when you walk up to the cell, um, you know, the uh, it's got like a keypad and the marshal gave you the information you need to open up the keypad. Uh, right now, uh, you can see somebody who's just laying away like he's uh, <coughs> like like he's laying on the bed and he's turned away from you. How's his chest looking? <laughs> I mean, he's turned away from you. So <laughs> uh, real, real quick, Jesse, which one did you say was the one that uh seem to be having some sort of medical issue they they just mentioned in general that they needed medical attention they didn't say which one okay. the one who was breaking out in highs was Wojcik okay Wojcik alright I, I guess I'll just walk up and knock on the bars you knock on the bars he doesn't respond uh greetings no response Okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll key in the code, and as I'm keying it in, I just say, Do you require medical assistance? No response. You uh, key it in, and the door opens. Okay, I just walk up. I'm here to help, and I put my <laughs> hand on his shoulder and give the dramatic reveal of him probably having a fist-sized hole in his chest. <laughs> he has a fist-sized hole in his chest as you oh, turn him no. over. What? Make an observation oh. roll. Son of a bitch. Mm -mm. Who could have predicted? Uh, yep. All right. 
Yeah, so you notice that there's dried uh, blood all over the floor uh, by his bed. Uh, when you turn over, you see his face and his hands have actually been chewed off, and then there's the hole in his chest with his ribs bent outward. Um, as you see just inside uh, uh, the uh, the shadows, as you can see from the outside of uh, the holding cell, you can see that there appears to be a slimy, almost like two meter long bloated hammock that looks like it's suspended by resin webbin, webbing. Huh. Yeah. Can I grab that and flush it down the toilet? <laughs> well, it's over in this area. You only notice it as you turn around after like looking at him. It's over in this oh. area, and it's two meters, so it's six feet. Oh yeah, that's a little bit too big to put down a toilet. It's a little bit too big to put uh, down a toilet. Maybe uh, your also, toilet. Also, more <laughs> important though, uh, you see the fleshy sack pulsing and writhing until finally you see something tear away from what appears, you know, the, the, the hammock almost appears like a cocoon. And it flops onto the floor and it rises up. And you see this black figure with a long, elongated head and metal teeth. Hmm. I think that looks like it's being hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> also, that is not human. <laughs> So I can yeah, that's not a person, it. so you can beat the shit out of that. <laughs> that yeah. is definitely not a person. Uh, for everyone else, although it's going to take a little bit, you can... Actually, everyone make observation rolls besides Tad. Oh, man. I'm so good at, ob at observing things. I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. No. Okay. I'm the, yeah. I'm the only one with anything in observation, I see. Uh, mm -hmm. Chris, go ahead and give me a panic roll. Three. Okay. So you managed to uh, uh, keep in control so you don't freak out or anything. Uh, uh, but like, you know, there's it's a little bit stressful, obviously, after talking to this guy. Like you've been brandishing your knife and everything. You've been like ready to fight, but you've only killed a couple of people today. And it's just like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that knife brandishing really took the energy out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, man, I've been brandishing this knife, but I only stabbed one person today. Like it's just, it feels empty, you know? It feels empty. But none of you noticed the hissing coming from the uh, holding area. So, Tad, I need you to draw initiative. There's uh, a button for it. There is. I think I need a token selected for my the button to work. Though. I don't have oh. tokens up, and I'm not going to fuck with tokens right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, if I yeah, if I click it, it says you need to send the result. That's the fine. Roll. Just draw a card. Okay. Boop. Yeah, if I had a token out, it would probably work. Yeah. Eight. All right, let's see what the Xeno gets. Ten. All right, you actually go first. Oh, hey. Okay, well, I have a cutting torch, and I can use a weapon against this. Oh. Yes, you can. So I'm going to cutting torch it. All righty, give me a roll. While I get its stats up. Nope. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, and you can't push. Nope. Oh, yeah. What's fun, I do want to point out, when you guys did Chariot of the Gods, you dealt with Abominations, which were the mutated people, and you dealt with Neomorphs, which were the creatures from Alien uh, Covenant. This is mm. actually the first Xenomorph we have encountered oh. in the Alien RPG. Also, I can't push, but I can use one of those things, right? 
You can use it. Yeah, you can use a story point to get an automatic success if you would like. I will use a story point. All right, so you use a story point. These things will fuck me up. <laughs> they are strong. <laughs> All right, so you use a story point to get an automatic success. What's the damage rating on that? I don't know. I just it's just cutting torch weight one. All right, give me one second to bring uh, uh, to grab the book and take a look. I think it's I'll three, add- but okay. I think, but I'm not a hundred percent sure off the top of my head. Like I said, that's the one thing I don't like about uh, uh, this module compared to Chariot of the Gods is I don't have it easily accessible. All right, a cutting torch is three damage. Okay. It is also armor piercing. So if I just click that, yeah, three damage. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so you do three damage. Uh, uh, like I said, it's armor piercings. That's very good because <laughs> these yeah. things have a lot of armor. All right, so you uh, uh, you cut into it. It shrieks out in uh, uh, pain. Um, give me a second here. Some acid splashes off of its body, but luckily none of it manages to hit you. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then that makes it its turn. So give me a second here. Got to bring my dice roller app back up. All right, so it's going to make an attack against you. It is going to... All right. Uh, so it is going to attempt to grab you with its inner jaws poised, ready to strike. I need you to make a close combat roll. Okay. So no modifiers, I'm guessing. No modifiers. Nope. All right. And then it's going to make its roll. Okay. So you are considered grappled as it grabs you, uh, ready to just strike at your head. Okay. <laughs> Is it my turn again then? It is your turn again. Can I still attack it while we're close combat? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a cutting torch. All you really have to do is just, like, swipe it. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'll give you Can a I... bonus dice because you're grappled. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Uh, I don't put a plus for this, right? It's just a one? It's just a one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, okay. That's pretty garbage, yeah. Fuck you, I guess. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you're not able to get a good enough angle to uh, uh, get to it. For the rest of you, when he cut it, when he used the cutting torch the first time, you guys all heard a really loud, monstrous shriek coming from the holding area. Oh, well. Head over there. Alright, so you guys start making your way over to the holding area. It is back to the Xenomorph's turn. So the Xenomorph opens its outer jaws wide and the inner jaw leans out and it gnashes its teeth in anticipation and then snaps forward. Uh, So you take two points of damage as it um, uh, uh, grabs at your forehead. Now, normally this would be really, really bad, but you're not human. (laughs) 
So you take two points of damage. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'm almost down to human health, so that's kind of mm -hmm. bad. <laughs> almost down to human health. All right. Mm -hmm. So the rest of you get over to the holding area where Chaplin is at. And uh, as you guys run in, you see this strange creature with this long, like, thrashing tail and the elongated head and the metal teeth. And it's got Chaplin, and it's trying to, like, grab at his head with his weird inner mouth everyone except for chaplain gets one point of stress <laughs> seeing Let this grotesque alien creature you're becoming hysterical <laughs> <laughs> don't do that cut into it are you in need of medical assistance <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so Paige, uh, go ahead and draw a card. Oh. Just all you have to do is just click the button. Oh right. shit! I picked it. Oh, that's oh, fine. I got. A, uh, I, I, think I got I can... a seven. Seven. Okay. There we go. All right, so you got a seven. Tad got an eight. The creature got a ten. Uh, Keegan, go ahead and draw a card. All right. <laughs> Damn it. Alright. Joker. Draw again. <laughs> I didn't know jokers were in this. <laughs> Two. Two. Um, <laughs> you know, to be fair, it is no, actually good Lord. to know that jokers are in there because jokers are used in Savage Worlds pretty heavily, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the next person draws instruction card. <laughs> uh, Chris, draw a card. King. Alright, that counts as a 10. So it's going to be Keegan, Paige, Tad... Zeno and Chris. Alright, Keegan, it is your go. So you see this monstrous creature uh, uh, trying to just fucking eat away the head of uh, Chaplin. Uh, I'm going to try to shoot it. Carry property. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, go ahead and give me an attack roll. Alright, uh... Minus one, because it's in combat, right? Yes. Ooh. That is... Damn. All damage. Actually, no. Uh, can one of them be that it is no longer grappling? Uh... Yeah, I'll tad. say that you're able to push it back. Like like the, the, the drop an item thing, it just drops Tad. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that one, and then the other one is damage. Alright, so it's going to roll armor. <clears throat> it's armor piercing. Is the pulse rifle armor piercing? Yes. Yep, oh. armor it piercing. is armor piercing, full auto, full auto grenade launcher. Alrighty. So you're going to do... You said four? Alright. What? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, the I'm first... talking to myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you do two, and then you're doing two addition, or you're doing one additional, so three, and then yeah. you're using the other one to drop them. All right. 
Alrighty, uh, so next up is Paige. Uh, so you you shoot into its back and it shrieks out in pain and it uh, drops Tad as it turns over to face the rest of you. Kissing. Kissing. Uh. I think she said kissing. She wants to kiss the Xeno. Oh, do you want to? You want to make out with the Xenomorph? <laughs> it's a hell of a French kisser. It is. It's very good. It has two tongues. Would it be overkill if I um like launched a grenade at it or like? Did you did take your RPG in here? No, I wouldn't have. You're right. Because <laughs> that's a that's a huge. That is a that is way bigger than even the auto gun. Like it's a shoulder mounted fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, I probably would just have the knife, the cutting torch, and the pis or the pulse rifle, okay. not the pistol. I was about to say the marshal probably would have reacted differently. Like you already like you left the guy with the big gun outside, but if one of you walked in with an RPG, the marshal probably wouldn't have argued. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I do have I do have a pistol. Hmm. Okay, so I have a pulse rifle, a pistol, a cutting torch, and a knife. Nice. So what are you using? Uh, hold on. Those were some noises. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna do the pul the pulse rifle again. Pulse rifle. Alrighty, give me that attack roll. Right at its big ugly mug. Not minus one because we're not grappling. Anymore. Ooh, I got a panic die. <laughs> you did get a panic die. All right, so you do. Are you converting that to straight damage or trying to do a different stunt? Can I push it back? Yeah. You flip. Yeah, you absolutely okay. can push it back. So you do two points of damage to it. Uh, so you manage to shoot out one of its legs and it starts retreating backwards. You see massive amounts of acid just bleeding from its body and pooling up on the floor and just releasing this really noxious, arid smoke uh, as it starts shrieking back, actually further away even from Chaplin uh, as it's very injured as you do that. Oh, okay. uh, go ahead and give me a panic roll. Four. Four. All right. So you managed to keep your cool. It's obviously like you don't know what the hell is going on, especially once you see that like acidic cloud start billowing yeah. from the floor. That kind of stresses you out as you're like, what the fuck is that? But you managed yeah. to keep a lid on it. Can I point out that everyone's rolled a two on panic so far? Yeah. I rolled a three. Yeah, you rolled a three because you had one panic. So it was a plus one. She rolled a four because she has two panic plus two. <laughs> yeah, it's all been very straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, so after Paige is Tad. So the Xeno <clears throat> is uh, pushed back from the gunfire from Paige's uh, uh, gun. It looks very injured. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, you and I are going to have a talk about safety, and I swing my fusion <laughs> Alright, give me an attack roll. God damn it. <laughs> damn. You are not doing well today. No. I'm bad Mary. <laughs> you are bad Mary tonight. <laughs> I like how bad Mary is just going to be a meme for this group. Yeah. I mean, it was real bad. I gotta <laughs> say. As, as the person who has been bad Mary, it was not great. As the original bad Mary, Keegan yeah. can contest. Being bad Mary ain't great. 
So I'm hurt enough that I think I'm just going to use another story point. Okay. To do three damage to it. Alrighty. So you, uh, it starts retreating past you, and it's not really paying as much attention as it's retreating from the gunfire. Uh, and you just kind of launch up, and you're like, me and you need to have a talk about safety. And you just run your cutting torch right alongside from, uh, like, from bottom to top, right alongside its head, as you uh, mm-hmm. just manage to cut a clean cut, not all the way through because its head is elongated, but you definitely see some brain matter as the uh, acid starts pouring down, and the creature slumps over dead as uh, that happens the marshal and the deputy come running up screaming just like what the fuck is that i'm glad we resolved this as i click off my cutting torch <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah so all of question. you are, all of you are standing there looking at this very fucking strange creature It's dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dad I, I just mean, killed I it. Sure, shit. Hope so. <laughs> uh. Marshall, when was the last time you patrolled the brig area? Uh, so he's just looking dumbfounded, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, I mean, we don't, we don't usually do a lot of patrols. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't checked in in several hours. Perhaps you would like to start, and then I just kind of turn around and go and grab Reese's body. Okay, so he goes <laughs> over, and uh, uh, you see him like kind of go into the jail cell and pull out this dead body with its face and hands eaten away and its chest bursted. Everyone but Tad gets a point of stress. <laughs> oh, okay. And I just carry him out like under my arm. <laughs> uh as I walk past the captain, I just say, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> he said dead or alive. Uh, well, I, I... I suppose mission... 25% accomplished. <laughs> so far. Um, this side objective accomplished. Yeah. Uh... Well, seeing how much damage uh, Chaplin has taken, uh, I'm going to uh, ask the uh, the nice marshal if there is any uh, anything around here that can be used to repair Chaplin. Uh, does anybody have any mechanical skill? I have Comtech and I have uh, heavy machinery. If I can fix myself. Does anybody else have heavy machinery just out of curiosity? I, I have not. three. Oh, oh, there you shit. go. Do you, Chris? Nope. Oh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. All right, give me one just... second just to look this up. Yep. I have it on the modifier screen, so if you need me to change anything, just let me know. All right, no problem. So, let's see. I need to figure out where the fuck the synthetic thing is. Hmm. <laughs> 111, so I wasn't too far away. Alright, uh, I actually need, you know what, yeah, go ahead and give me, uh, uh, the heavy machinery. Okay, no mod? No mod. Two. Two? Two Alright, 
so normally it's a Comtech roll, but I'm going to go ahead and allow the heavy machinery too, because that seems like it would be just as oh. effective. Um, but yeah, so Tad, you go back to full health. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, it does take a little tech, bit of so. time uh, uh, to do it, but, you know, right now you're not in immediate danger, so you're able to, uh, you know, uh, fuck around with it and get them, um, get them uh, repaired. Working. How much time if, 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 if we're taking a rest? It's enough time for everyone to regain uh, HP. How much? All of it. <laughs> you okay, only <laughs> you only need like five or ten minutes to regain all of your hit points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this isn't yeah. like D&D where you need like an hour. Uh, literally, if you just have a moment to catch your breath, you're fine. Also, because everyone's taking a moment here while she's repairing him, uh, the rest of you can regain one stress. So your stress score will go down by one. Neat. Including me? Yep. Baller. All right. Well, that. Uh. I guess while we're taking this time, I probably. Can I, like. Get a secure channel kind of thing with uh, Hatford? Hatfield? You already have a, uh, a secure channel yeah, with yeah, Major yeah. Hatfield. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would uh, very much like to get a hold of him uh, about this situation. Okay. So, yeah, you uh, you connect with Hatfield, and uh, he just answers. Major Hatfield here. Charlie team, uh, uh, go ahead, debrief. Uh, well, we have found Reese. Uh, he is uh, no longer with us, not by our doing. All right. Uh, we found him in a jail cell. Uh, can I, like, do images? Can I? Is this like a like a Zoom call? We'll say you have us. I mean, you have a smartphone, so. Okay, uh, I'll go into the uh, into the jail cell, uh, and uh, this was in the room with him. Uh, so it's kind of quiet on the other end, and he just says, um, uh, after a couple of minutes, he's just like, "All right, I need you to keep a lid on this as much as possible." Make sure yes, none sir. of your team talks to anybody else. Any other witnesses, make sure to detain them and uh, uh, give me their contact information so we can send a team to debrief them. Okay. The uh, only witnesses so far are the uh, uh, marshal and how many? Is there just like one deputy right now? There's just the one deputy. The receptionist did not come over here. She heard screeching okay, and stayed the fuck right. away. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll tell them that just the marshal and the single deputy uh, working right now are the only witnesses so far. Okay. So he says, all right, I'll, uh, uh, I'll send a team over to the marshal station to debrief them right now. Um, continue as before. Obviously, this is a much bigger priority now. Uh, you need to mm -hmm. find the other Marines just in case whatever the hell happened here is happening with them. We're we'll sending a team I... to uh, debrief and to take care of uh, uh, anything left over. All right. Uh, I will continue searching for the rest of uh, rest of the Marines. All right. Major Hatfield out. Contact me if you get uh, any other uh, contact. 
affirmative. All right. So he uh, disconnects the call. Cool. Uh, once I am done with that, I will inform the rest of the team that uh, uh, obviously uh, this has gotten a little bit more hush-hush than it already was. So we should be very careful about uh, everyone that we talk to. <clears throat> Alright, so what are you guys doing? Well, um, we know uh, they're sending people to, to debrief these uh, marshal and deputy. Uh, didn't he tell us not to let them talk to anyone else? Yeah, we uh, need to... Uh... He said detain them, but I imagine it would be well enough to just make sure that they do not leave the station until uh, uh, the Major's uh, team gets here. I mean, making it so they can't leave the station would be detaining them. Well, I, mean, I we, think we I don't think need to Keegan's... tell them they're being... <laughs> yeah, I think Keegan's just saying make yeah. sure they don't leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, it I does, guess we, uh, yeah, sneakily yeah. detain them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, the uh, the marshal and his deputy, uh, they 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 just kind of um, they they kind of gather around the creature and look at it, uh, uh, kind of paying attention to it, you know, trying to figure out what the hell it is. And it only takes maybe about 10, 15 minutes because the marshal station is not very far from the uh, the base. Uh, from Fort Nebraska, mm-hmm. and obviously, <laughs> as soon as you send this message to Hatfield, like before he ends the call, he already has a team heading to the Marshall Station. Uh, so a large mm-hmm. group, like like probably like almost like half a dozen Marines come uh, storming in, and uh, they motion to uh, the Marshal and the Deputy and kind of take them aside, uh, while uh, the other half of them are just freaking out when they see the creature, but they manage to um, <laughs> uh, contain themselves enough to start, like, trying to bag it up and everything. And uh, once they show up, you know, uh, uh, the the sergeant that's in charge of this uh, extraction, not extraction team, but this team that showed up, uh, kind of just gives you a nod and says, uh, we got it from here. As we're leaving, just bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) Double tap. (laughs) So what are you guys doing? All right, well, our next best, uh, what is it, uh, lead, I guess, uh, is, hold on, yeah, is the port. Yeah, what? but shouldn't, uh, Ivan, shouldn't we, like, check on him? Would we, well, we saw that thing come out of his chest, and he has heartburn. I think oh. our characters would be able to probably put two and two together here. That's, that's fair. All right, so you guys going in the interrogation room? You mean the intimidation room, yeah. Intimidation yeah. room, sorry. All right, 
when you guys open the door to the intimidation room and look inside, you see that Stoles is still handcuffed to the table, and he looks just the same as he did before. Mm. He's still waiting for that water, because Dante never actually went into the room. <laughs> well, I'm a medical droid, so I can at least examine him. Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, medical. Okay. So I will give... Hey! Alright, two successes. Alright, so you, you check him over and everything. Uh, he has heartburn. Oh, okay. Like, he, you you can tell by his dietary, uh, uh, you know, by his body and everything. Like, he just legitimately has heartburn. He just needs, like, Tums. <laughs> Would I have Tums in my first aid kit? Yes, you've got, I'll say you've got an antacid that you can give to him. Okay, I, I, I take... I take the water and I just put the antacid in the water and I hand that to him. Okay. He thanks you and he takes it. And then I hand him a bill for $3,000. <laughs> I mean, this is the United Americas, so that does seem yeah. proper. <laughs> no, by, by this by this time, Android Sanders has taken over and we have, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, universal health care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what are you guys doing after that? So, like, he seems freaked out. He's obviously heard the sounds of commotion and gunfire and everything, but he knows better to, than to ask. Uh, every, everything is, is fine. There was a bit of an issue. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and I'll motion towards Hammer. Uh, someone took care of it. <laughs> The one guy who didn't fire his weapon during that fight. <laughs> yeah, but he's already terrified of Hammer, so. I mean, that is fair. So he just keeps his mouth shut and nods. Alright, uh. No, actually, the port probably is a dead end at this point because, uh. Ivan said that uh, the rest of uh, their crew got picked up. Well, he said he Wojcik says... got this picked up. He didn't say the rest of the crew. He said oh, Wojcik. Oh, just Wojcik. Okay. Um, and he... In the only time that uh, Ivan met with the rest of the, the AWOL crew, uh, it was at... Uh, uh, Oblivion's Eye or whatever? Eye of Oblivion, yes. Yeah. Um, so what we could do is, like, stake out, uh, Eye of Oblivion. <clears throat> See if any of the rest of them, either of the other two, I guess, show up. Um... But I'm slightly concerned that Wojak, Wojak, uh, might just take whoever uh, is helping them to go pick them up directly. So I'm not sure if that would work. Uh. If anyone else has any suggestions, I am all ears. 
Um, they were asking around the, the spaceport, too. Yeah, but, uh, they were asking around the spaceport to, um, uh, try to get off-planet. They might not need that anymore if, uh, the insurgents can provide that. However, uh, no, because the insurgents wouldn't have... The insurgents would already be gone if they could provide that, I would think. Well, that, that would have been, like, last night if I... Would I know anything about uh, the uh, people we're going after to know if they would just leave uh, Reese behind? You're not sure. That's that's not information that you would necessarily be able to say. Okay. Probably be... not, because you guys probably wouldn't leave your team behind, but you don't know for mm. sure. Would we have records of, like, things like ships coming and going could we tell if there was like an unauthorized launch you guys know that the quarantine started pretty much right when the uh, marines got off base nobody's left the planet or the moon okay. I should say okay. but most of the people trying to get off uh, the moon are at the spaceport yeah alright so maybe the spaceport is is our uh logical next step then alright so uh, spaceport then to the spaceport spaceport alright so as you guys are leaving um, once you're passing by the receptionist desk you actually see the receptionist uh, kind of motion over towards you guys and say hey uh, one moment <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so our, our marshals are spread pretty thin, and I just wanted to, to say we we haven't had any contact with the San Rocco uh, uh, medical facility in several hours. That sounds ominous. <laughs> <laughs> and it just walks away. <laughs> it's not wrong. I mean, he's not, no. <laughs> Do you guys often call the hospital? Well, the hospital usually reports any injuries or uh, 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 fatalities or anything to us uh, just to keep the information going, but we haven't had any contact with them in the last few hours. I don't have any deputies in the area to send that way. I'm sure things have just been fine. We'll check on it for you. <laughs> Okay, so she just kind of nods and says, thank you. I just thought maybe you guys should know. Since And she looks back at the team of Marines behind you and just says, since it doesn't look like any of us are going to be leaving anytime soon. You're in I mean, good hands. Get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so you guys walk outside. Uh, it doesn't, like, there's... A few people kind of lingering around because they obviously heard gunshots, but once they see you guys walk out of the building, they just kind of look away real fast and walk away. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be involved in this, but you guys are uh, standing outside with the APC. Uh, you see Iona kind of leaning out of the uh, uh, driver's side like he kind of opens up the door and just like, what the hell went on in there? We heard gunshots. Uh... <clears throat> I, I it 
this this might be uh, more meta than anything, but uh, would these three? Whoops! Would these three be? Um, Uh, okay, on the same level as like the rest of the party. But, yeah, like, would I inform them of everything that just like, happened? Like, imagine, imagine we had seven people playing in the group. Okay, they are additional PCs. I chose the four uh, characters that would be used tonight, uh, and for hmm. this session, they were among that pool. So these are full fledged. Like, they are members of your squad. They are equal members. Okay. Uh, I will uh, tell them something that uh, should not be discussed right here, uh, and I will get into the APC. Okay. So we'll say that you debrief the three of them inside the APC. They mm -hmm. obviously look stressed out and freaked out, uh, but, you know, they accept it. Like, all right, so what's our next plan? Where are we going? The medical center. Oh, Okay. We're close to the medical center right now. If we're going to go take oh, well, care of that. Might as well then, yeah. <laughs> Betsy, look oh, at yeah. the map. Uh, no, because... Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's over in this direction. Wojak. Yeah. is down Wojak. I, I had a person that uh, I played football with that was Wojak, not Wojak, but... Uh... <laughs> it's also uh, the name of the uh, the drawing for like the that feel-when guy in the meme. <laughs> He's Wojak. Oh. There's also a show about a horse. <laughs> That's Bojack. Yeah. Oh, shit! <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Way to um, go, Chris. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything right. Mm -hmm. uh, they were the ones that had the hives, so I can't imagine they would be there because they're the ones that got picked up by insurgents, but, I mean, maybe. Yeah. So you guys are going to the medical facility next? Yes. Okay. And that is where we're going to end it for the night. Okay. Oh, Alrighty. So uh, that is the first part of Destroyer of Worlds. Based on the uh, rate that we're going, you guys are about halfway through the first act. <laughs> so we're leaning... There are three, so we're, we're leaning more towards the five to six session route, uh, which is good. Like, it's it's going to be a little bit longer. Uh, to be fair, this first part is a little bit more sandbox exploratory. So, um, you know, this first part takes a little bit longer. Maybe some of the other ones won't take as long, but we're probably looking at about four to six sessions to complete this. So for anybody who's watching, listening with us right now, uh, so we are going to be back uh, next Thursday on the... Uh, uh, 29th at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we will continue with part two of Destroyer of Worlds with the Alien RPG. So uh, for anybody who's watching and listening, have a good night. Night. Bye. Bye. Thanks you. for tuning in and happy Earth Day again. Earth. Yep. <laughs> happy Earth. Earth. Goodbye everybody. Earth.